Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Do you like to drink and do you also like to donate your money to charity, but also like to golf when you can. Well, we have the event for you coming up on Monday, August 22nd. We are hosting the second annual 10K Golf Invitational Tournament. All funds will be going to, all proceeds, by the way, go to the Jason Zucker, Jason and Carly Zucker's Give 16 Foundation that helps the Masonic, University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital. So if you love charity and love to golf, you should sign up for that. If you if you go to our website at 10ktakesmn.com, you'll see a big, beautiful tab that says 10K Golf Invitational. You can sign up your team there. And by the way, deadline's coming up. Deadline to sign up your team is, I believe, next Monday, August 15th. So if you want to get a team, you better sign up fast. So we don't we only have a lim- we have a limited spots left. So there isn't a lot left. We have it almost the tournament's almost full. So if you want a team. A team of four is what we're asking for. Sign up now because it's filling up quickly and the deadline is coming up. But again, the second annual 10K Golf Invitational at Victory Links in Blaine, Minnesota on Monday, August 22nd. Afterwards, we'll be going to CRS Billiards for awards uh, and everything. It's going to be a great time. You should sign up today. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by Nate Prosser, former NHL player who played in the league for 12 years, a majority of his time with the Wild in studio. He's a Plymouth guy, too, so we just had him over at the house for a fun interview. We also give our bits of the week and end the show by drafting the best Minnesota sports athletes of all time, what what some will call one of the most controversial drafts in 10,000 Takes history, maybe in sports history, but uh, all that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Welcome back to It's a Bit, everybody, presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Boss Man, joined by producer Cam and journalist Jake. Once once again, spots still available in the 10K Invitational. Just go to 10ktakesmn.com, click the tab at the top. I think we only have a few spots left, and you got to sign up by Monday. So if you want if you want to play, maybe if you can't find four people, shoot us a DM. If you have any questions, shoot us a DM. We'll figure it out. But yeah, the 10K Invitational. All right. Let's uh, let's get into bit of the week. We got a long episode planned for you guys. Like we said, bit of the week. Nate Prosser, a blast of an interview as well as drafting the best Minnesota sports athletes of all time. But we'll kick it off with bit of the week. As always, we'll start with you, Cam. What do you got? My bit of the week is the extreme adrenaline bit. Um, I did something last weekend that most people would call me insane for, but I ran in a demolition derby on Sunday. If some people don't know what that means. You, you, that, you ra- literally ran through a demolition no, I, derby. I drove in one. Oh, okay. Um, if some people don't know what that means is I literally stra- or stripped a car, got into it, and hit people on purpose. Yeah, you intentionally try to get in car accidents. Yes, and you have to be the last car standing to win. You did adult bumper cars. Yeah, like on steroids. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. How fast do you guys go when you do that shit? Uh, it's hard to say. Um, 
it just depends on where because every track is different. Um, I would say where I was at, if you have like a full track shot, you could get up to 30 miles an hour, uh, maybe more. But Do- like it's fucking. Does it hurt? <laughs> it doesn't feel great. My lower back hurts. Then why do you do this? Why do you do this, Cam? It's a blast. I know. It sounds it sounds pretty fun. I would do that. Like I, I got fourth. I didn't last as long as I wanted to. Had something stupid happen that was nobody's fault. But the the like satisfaction and the smile that you have on your face when you just are whipping shitties in a dirt pit and you just hit someone as hard as you can it it you, you can't compare so the the tracks that you're doing this what are the tracks just like big circles of dirt well yeah it's usually like a square or rectangle but yeah it's like dirt or mud um i ran in superior wisconsin so they have like a clay because up there it's all clay um they have like a clay dirt racetrack so they like cut out a section of it and we do it right there but yeah it was how many people are in this thing at once it depends how like, much? How much were in it? This? How many people were in it this the, weekend? This one was really small, um, so there was only six. So I, mm-hmm. I didn't place, but I came close. But it was some. Sometimes though, like my first derby ever, there was like twenty five, and that was impossible. See, I saw a derby <laughs> at like the old Shockaby Raceway when I was a kid, and there was like I swear like forty cars in there. That it was, yeah, it was fucking insane. nuts, which is too many. So right. at that point, you would do what is called heat, and you would like split it up into four. You have four heats of 10 cars. You take like three, two or three people from each heat. They go to the feature. Then you have like what's called a consolation. And you take one or two from that and they go to the feature. It's basically like March Madness, but for rednecks crashing yeah. shit. Yeah, it's the best. Wait, do you have any confirmed KOs? Uh, no. Or you have demolished a car and knocked somebody out? No. So this is only my second time doing it. The first time I the car was a piece of shit. So I, I didn't last very long. But this time I saw the car's still good. So I definitely would have if I would have kept going. But there was, I I have a picture of it, actually. There was a Ford Taurus in my race this time. And that car literally looked like a V. Like the inside of it, like concaved. And he looked like he was driving a four-wheeler almost. Like he was like super high up. It's hard to describe, but stripped. it was fucking nuts. Like his ga- he was leaking gas everywhere. His gas tank was sideways. Because you put like a gas can- tank inside the car. Like you buy a special fuel cell. And it was like totally fucking like horizontal like sideways it was do, insane do you guys do an award presentation similar to f1 except <laughs> you guys stand on a podium and shotgun bush light no we don't do any of that oh. you just get your trophy and your check and, and then you go drink, get drunk drink a bunch of beer oh yeah, that's okay. what i did <laughs> how many people trophy, how many people were in attendance for this t- this weekend in terms of the spectators superior is a smaller derby because it's a county fair that like died so they're trying to build it up but the stands were still full so, but sometimes like, like Dakota County, if you go there in Farmington, like they sell out with like two hours before the Derby, like you have to go really early to, but, uh, to quote, uh, Talladega nights. If I was at one of these events, I'd be in the first row and I'd be hammered drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some people, there's people that like drink before they drive. I was going to say fucking stupid, but it's yeah. legal. Not for a te- Derby. Is no. that still a D oh. is that still a DUI? Uh, Damn I mean, it! Technically, can ask oh. Marshawn Lynch. I think he's more aware of that <laughs> yeah, law right. now. But that's how people get hurt. Because then, like, if yeah. you're drinking heavily, like your judgment, and it's easy to hurt somebody. Like, if you because you're not supposed to hit in the driver door, like that happens, and like that's how you fucking get real hurt. But yeah, it's, are there are there penalties to doing stuff? Like, do you get kicked out if you hit people in a yeah, certain way? Yeah. So if you hit in the driver door. You usually get one warning, but if it's like super egregious, then you're up. Like they like break. if you're going full speed and you yeah. have plenty of time to like. Yeah. move you're gonna get penalized yeah they, for that. they break your stick so I, each person gets like a stick inside their door um that's how you like signal if you're still in or not oh so they break that or like there's a like, you have to hit someone like if you haven't hit anyone within like 60 seconds like they count you out 
So you're oh, shit. There. So that's actually what happened to me. I couldn't get my car started. Little did I know what was going on. But I did actually get it started. It must have got enough spark. But it was like after my time was over. So I was just still Yeah, because ob- obviously it, you but... can't jump out of the car and right. work on in the middle no. of the course. Just right. get smoked. And you, yeah. and you can't oh, just like sit there and like, oh, my car works. Now I'm back in. Yeah. You, had, you missed out that's, on that much That's part of the competition. Right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a variable in determining the winner. But yeah, it's, it's the classiest of people there. Yeah. Just no, kidding. dude, that, it actually sounds fun to both participate and to watch yeah next year i'll be running superior again usually they do it on a sunday but they might switch it to a saturday so you guys have to come up we gotta do we gotta like paint your car with the 10k logo on it yeah none of us should even touch the paint because i know we're not artistic but we Mm -hmm. should actually contract out the services of an artistic person to design the car and paint our logo Mm -hmm. on i'm gonna do that this year i might not be able to because i still have the same car so it's basically or next year i mean but i did put like 10k and like letters though that was all right both of our cars but we should do that That'd be that sick. sounds fucking awesome yeah Hashtag if I do, branding if i do show up i'm gonna automatically just have a southern accent for no reason <laughs> yeah and i'm, I'm wearing the cow- you know we're I'm, in the midwest i'm i'm wearing the cowboy hat that i wore in the handlebar mustache video yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah oh and i have that stupid fancy looking hat that i got for the kentucky derby party that will actually looks out of place at a place like that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you, should, you, fancy. you showed up to the wrong outdoor event. yeah but i'll be like i do declare i'm here to watch a derby <laughs> You and people, they all start getting punched. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll start getting but killed. everyone there's got to be weird enough to where you might just fit right in. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe it goes yeah. uh, full circle. Yeah, yeah, there's, but not to like keep rambling about it, but like some of the shit that you see, like people like, like there was a guy that ran a Jeep Cherokee and like he didn't know what he was doing. Just a Jeep Cher- Cherokee came out with the 2014 Jeep no, Cherokee like and an didn't older fix one. it up. Like an older one, but like oh. I, it, I've seen it before, but it's just not smart. So like there's some people where you're like, you're going to get yourself. So hurt. is it illegal to have like a truck? There's different classes. Okay. So like I run compact, so it's like, oh, like the w- wheelbase has to be like 112 or below. Um, so it's just smaller cars, but like there's big cars, little cars, minivans. Oh, minivans fuck are, yeah. The minivans are fun to watch. A minivan. Yeah. Uh, there's trucks. Not at this one. They don't have trucks, but but yeah, there, there's so many classes. Like Dakota County has limo derbies. Yeah. Which oh, sucks. Oh, shit. I know. I I went to school in, at UND, for those who don't know, and we had, a, we had like a racetrack out there, and on f- every, I think once a month on Friday nights, they did bus races. Yeah. Bus races are electric. Yeah. As I, funny as it sounds, those things fucking haul ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a speedway up there in Proctor, Minnesota, that was doing bus races like the night before. Yeah, and they yeah. they paint the entire bus. Yeah. They actually make them look pretty sweet, so... Yeah, there's some crazy I'm, shit. Like I'm all about that stuff. Elko Speedway does some shit, like trailer races. Like each person has a trailer. They do like figure eights with buses and shit. Like it's we need to get more nuts. involved in this kind of well, stuff. I know our, our guy Fat Jeff went to uh, went to WeFest this week. If you haven't seen that video, you can find it on all of our socials. It's fucking hilarious. But you, you just you you uncover these characters in the rural parts of Minnesota that the world would never see because obviously they're not on the internet. No, and uh, you got to bring it to light. I, I used to go to Elko all the time as a kid. That's where I brought up where I cracked my head open, actually. But yeah, I used to go there all the time when I was a kid. It was a, it was a good time. Yeah, it's, it's, events like that are definitely my paradise. But it it. Wait, but I thought I thought Target up. Field was your paradise. Well, that's you know. Oh, you, you can do both. Okay, you can't have you can have more than one paradise. I guess. Yeah. What's your paradise? What's my paradise? Yeah. Fishing. Um, you can buy those opi- at the store. Opium fields. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it explains a lot of your behavior. Yeah, yeah. No, Plus the, makes, makes the head sense. cracking and the marker yeah. sniffing. It, it all it all is adding up. You know, no, yeah. We're we're slowly figuring out my uh my backstory like a movie here as we, we do more podcasts. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. All right. Speaking of you, Jake, what do you got for a bit this week? You know, I don't know if we've done this before, uh, but I just had to, I haven't shaved in like I I realized like last night 
I it was like the first time fully shaving off everything on my on my face um, in like over a month because I went with like the handlebar handlebar bit you know during 3M open and then I just kind of let it grow back out and kind of trim it and I'm like I fully shaved off my my whatever you call a beard and I'm like holy shit I actually haven't seen my face like this in over a month and it scares the living yeah out of me. seeing your own your own bare face is terrifying so it, it's it's kind of weird like I'll, I'll I was kind of on a cadence where I'd shave maybe once every two weeks, which I kind of got used to, which is it would still kind of, you know, be weird even after shaving just after two weeks, but it was over a month. So it was, it was scary. So like my, my bit is the prolonged shave bit where you not only, you know, it's, it's weird to, I think shave, even if, if, even if it's only been like a week and you still shave a lot or you still shave and you had a lot of hair and it still looks weird, but it, the longer you go, the, you prolong it like I did. Like, and I forgot about it when I woke up like this morning and I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh God, I look like a prepubescent 11 year old creature. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's scary. The longer you, the longer you don't shave as a male, you know, no matter how much hair you get on your face, like it's, 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 it's terrifying. You see, I wish I could complain about shaving. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you get to see your bare face every day. Yeah. It sucks. Wait, oh. you, is that you can't really grow it? Grow it? Have anything? you ever seen with, with a beard? Well, I don't know. I just you don't like, think maybe, I would hide this shave... fucking double chin if I could. Well, maybe you just shave daily. <laughs> okay, there's plenty of people with way with way worse chins. Cameo. So. Uh, yeah, I've done this. I know what you mean too. And uh, I wish I could even grow my beard out more, but it gets really patchy. And uh, people reference pubic hair a lot when they yeah. when they see my face. So that's usually my my green light to shave. Uh, but yeah, but it, that, it, but, it is, it is like pubes, but, but, it's but that gross, but then you go too far and yeah, you're like barefaced and you're like, Ugh, I know that I looks like disgusting. a fuck, look like a fucking alien, I'm like a newborn. I've seen videos that you look like you did in middle school when you're running around, uh, pissing people off at target. <laughs> oh yeah. That's shit. what you look like right now. Oh yeah. I know. I look, I, I'm reverted back to my 16 year old self. I should just be going to the, to the mall right now and piss people off, walking yeah. to Hollister and ask them for hugs. And yeah. Shit. Ask them for hugs and do all that shit. But no, it, it is weird. Like, like, yeah. So the prolonged shave bit, the longer you shave, don't shave the weirder you're going to look and maybe give yourself a heart attack as, as a dude, I should say. And you forget about that. You have something under your, and like, I don't have like a lot, like I don't have, I don't, I can't grow an impressive beard, but I, it's gotten better over the last couple of years where it just grows out a little more. But like when I shave it completely bare skin, it's just the weirdest feeling in the world. I do not like what's underneath. Well, it makes you look more like Kirk though. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Because Kirk's not a beard guy. He even not, said it on, on it on our podcast. He's, he's not good. a beard he's, guy. He said, I'm not a beard guy. But he does grow one impressive beard. Right. I will I will give him Speaking that. Speaking of Kirk, did you guys see that video we posted of him golfing? It was actually yeah. It, was yeah. a, it was a video by the Vikings. Uh, you should check it out on their YouTube. It's I think it's Thielen, who shoots like fucking 34 on the front nine. He's an insane Unreal. golfer. And Kirk versus uh, Patrick Peterson and Harrison Smith, and it's actually one of the greatest videos I've seen in my life. It's funny. Kirk's it's actually not a bad golfer, and and just the the shit Kirk says is just mm. right on brand the entire mm. time. Like he he's like, you're gonna like the way I look. I guarantee, I guarantee it. Like he uses the just men's, like Men's the, Warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> I've never oh, I, every reference he made, I've never heard on the yeah, course no, before. No, that's why I'm like he's he'd be a very interesting person. Like our caption, he'd be very fun to play with. Very interesting. And who knows? Maybe something in the future will will be allowed that opportunity. Yeah. Um. My bit this week is the angry manager bit. Not to be confused with anger management. This is an angry manager, specifically in the sport of baseball. So, um, I'm not like the biggest Twins fan. I I uh, and I wrote a blog about this on 10KTakesMN.com. By the way, if you want to check that out. But, um, 
I'm not like the biggest baseball fan. You know, I, I enjoy the honeymoon phase of it in the beginning of the year. I go to a lot of games. Then as the summer goes on, it kind of dies out. And then as September picks up and we get close to the playoffs, I get back into it. But I did happen to see the video of Baldelli just freaking the fuck out the other day. And and while I agree with everything that was said, that that whole entire ordeal was bullshit, it's just so great to see a manager lose their cool like that, especially Rocco, because Rocco, like, you know, he's usually kind of calm and conserved and does his analytics and, you know, but then but then when he's pissed, he's he fucking he's pissed. And I, I love when baseball managers specifically get angry because it seems like baseball is the only sport where it's socially acceptable to walk up in the ump's face <laughs> and just start throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. And uh, specifically, I think the best notable example of, a, of an ump uh, getting chewed out and having the manager throw a temper tantrum was that minor league baseball guy. I can't remember what his name is, Robert Wellen or... Shit, look it up, Cam. It was a it was a minor league baseball game. This guy got so fucking mad that he like started playing army. He was like taking the bases and throwing them all over the field. Then he was army crawling to the mound. He took the what's the bag of flour that they use? What the, what's the term for the that? rosin? The rosin. He took mm. the rosin, pretended like it was a grenade, pulled out the pin with his mouth, and then threw oh, yeah. it over his head. <laughs> Damn. I bet you guys have it seen was, that clip. Yeah. Philip Wellman. Philip mm. Wellman. Okay, I was close. Incredible, like. Every sport, the managers or the coaches or whoever chews out refs, right? You see it in hockey. You see it in football. You see it in every single sport. But baseball is the only sport where the motherfucker can leave the bench, get right in the umps. Like, can you imagine if Dean Evason just walked onto the ice in his dress shoes and just started spitting at the ref? Well, I was just yeah. thinking, give uh, hockey coaches skates. Yeah. And then oh. imagine, like, them, like, the ref and the coach going back at it. They're doing, like, figure skating moves or, to try to avoid each other or, on like, the ice. imagine Kevin O'Connell or even Zimmer back in his day, like, full sprinting onto the field to just and scream at a ref. Grabs they get, the flag out of well, his yeah. waist. <laughs> well, they get sideline warnings don't right. they, they yeah. Do that shit. oh yeah they get they get silent and that screwed over the gophers a few years yeah. ago when yeah. pj fleck ran onto the field because well he was trying to help out his player right. he got decked right but there are rules against that yeah. i'm saying like baseball and most of the time when umps get up in the manager's face like that it seems like they get ejected more often than not but like they are able to get up and talk to the ump like that whereas any other sport you have to keep your distance like even nba those guys rarely go on the court but baseball they just run right up to the motherfucker it's usually worth it because it usually lights a spark yeah, like, yeah. Especially like seeing that out of Rocco was great. I'm not a big Rocco guy. I don't really like him, but I didn't really think he had that in him. He was yeah, I know, going he had, nuts, dude. And then in the I press conference, it. he's swearing. He uses ch- he used the word chicken shit. He's like the most chicken shit I've ever seen. Yeah, or something from an umpire. I was like, mm-hmm. damn. Said a few swear words even at the presser. Like this. Okay, maybe this guy isn't just an analytics nerd. Maybe Good. maybe he's got that dog in him. Maybe he's got <laughs> a little bit more. But the analytics said if he yelled with the um. It, it, Something would happen. It all just goes back to the fact that I love they can do that in baseball, and I wish they could do that in other sports. Yeah, that'd be sick. But All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll get to our interview with Nate Prosser. The Minnesota Twins Cup Snake is approaching. It's yeah, it's coming up on Saturday, Saturday, August 20th, so two days before our 10K Invitational. And there are still tickets available for that. So 
you can go to our website at 10ktakesmn.com, go to our go to our events tab, and you can find the FIVO link to go to the Minnesota Twins website to pay for tickets specific for that promotion. So what comes with that ticket is, of course, a seat in the section to be able to build the cup snake, as well as loaded concession values that you can obviously utilize to buy your first refreshment. Could be a beer, could be a pop. Just make sure it's something that they give you a cup with, so you can give you can start contributing to the the snake right away and also five dollars goes back to the twins community fund so you're also doing charitable work but do not miss the minnesota twins our minnesota twins cup snake event coming up on saturday august 20th that's for the saturday night game i believe it's a 6 30 p.m first pitch saturday night 6 10 6 10 sam used to the 7 10 so i'm just like trying to balance meet meet in the middle but 6 10 against the texas rangers it's a saturday night it's going to be a great time and then rapper sammy adams is actually going to be in attendance at the game he's going to be with us so you can stop by for sure and then even afterwards he's going to be hosting a an after party event at ty's nightclub in minneapolis so you can definitely be a part of that if you show up to the minnesota twins cup snake but again make sure you do not want to miss history this is the first time we have done one with i guess Full support of a major league organization because we've done one with the Saints before. But again, go to 10ktakesmn.com. Go to the events tab. You'll find the link for the Minnesota Twins Cup Snake coming up on Saturday, August 20th. But get your tickets now. It's going to be a blast. You do not want to miss this. All right, everyone. Welcome back to It's a Bit. We got a special guest with us in-house. We got former NHL player Nate Prosser. Spent a majority of his time here in Minnesota. You're a Minnesota-born guy. And you're a Plymouth guy. You're in the same town. Yeah. I think you're the closest, closest guest to our house. I, I mean, I, I would think so. I mean, literally, I'm right across Rockford. I mean, you could hit uh, every every club in your bag and get to my house, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty cool that we're close. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We're just, uh, well, we always encourage people to come in person because it's always a lot better experience, I should say. But, uh, yeah, it's great that, uh, like, I was, I was talking to Jack. I'm like, oh, yeah, where, where is he coming from? Plymouth. Oh shit! Not a Plymouth guy coming in. Let's yeah. go. Because well, because we were watching. I, I was watching when we were prepping for this the video of you doing the interview for Hockey Day this year. Oh yeah. And like the the guy who interviewed you from Bali was like, "Yeah, we're here in Nate, uh, Nate's house in Plymouth." And yeah. I was like, "Oh shit! Yeah, He's yeah. Right down the road." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Usually yeah. people have to people are like, "All right, well, it's about forty minutes to get there," and I kind of feel bad, but this yeah, time it's like nice. No. Right down. Yeah. I mean, you guys are west suburbs. I mean, uh, for the most part, a lot of guys are. Yeah. You know, if you do the hockey guys, a lot of them are Edina and right. you know, I hate him for that, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I, yeah, no, yeah. But what, uh, how long have you been in Plymouth then? Um, we moved over here. So all my years with the wild, I was over in Lake Elmo near, oh, yeah. uh, near Stillwater. And, uh, you know, that was kind of when I got in with the wild back in 2010, um, a, a lot of the guys were Lake Elmo or Woodbury, all the coaches and players and stuff. And that all shifted over the last, you know, handful of years. And, um, I, I, we were driving from Lake Elmo to Maple Grove like three or four times a week because, um, you know, I got a, a family with kids and, um, my brother and sister and all my kind of all, all my buddies that grew up in Elk River and they all kind of shifted to the Maple Grove area. So, um, you know, we, we knew we were eventually going to come back to the West. So we moved over here probably like four or five years ago and, uh, just found, found a little neighborhood that, you know, yeah. kind of a uh, ton of kids and, you know, a lot of street hockey games and stuff yeah. like that going on. A lot of outdoor rinks here in Plymouth. Yeah. Yeah. There's a ton. I was, uh, I was on, uh, out at Ferndale. Uh, there's a park there that has like an outdoor rink and it's, 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 it's really nice for street hockey in the summers. So we were out there, you know, 
you know, um, with the ball and tennis ball with my kids and my, you know, uh, nephews and stuff. So, um, out there this morning. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's something we haven't gotten to do. Cause I know like the city of Plymouth has like the concrete under the rink. So you can, yeah. and then they leave the goals out there so you can play yeah. street hockey. Yeah. It's, gotten... it's exactly what this was, yeah. you know, and they have like a little skate park with, you know, you can bring your rollerblades out there or scooters or some, even my little, you know, three and five year old are out there with their scooters and kind of, you know, doing little jumps and Dude, going down, games. yeah, down ramps <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Parkour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we, we but yeah. Speaking of street hockey, yeah, we wanted to. We've been trying to like, yeah, maybe potentially organize something and and do some street hockey because we're we're fiending for hockey because we went out a lot during obviously during the winter to play outdoor puck and pond hockey and stuff. And we're like, yeah, we should try to do a a street hockey game. That'd be very interesting. I th- I don't know how well it would it would go, but uh, we need to get like someone needs to get the street hockey goalie equipment, and we need to go like just balls to the wall yeah 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 i mean that's everything that i remember growing up especially in elk river like it was such a hockey kind of hotbed hockey centered city that you know in the summers we would make big Stanley cups out of tinfoil and everyone on my street was you know out there and we'd have like eight on eight games where we're you know having line changes and stuff and you know the goalies putting out like little rugs and can go down on their knees and yeah you know yeah. i mean it was it was a great setup and then obviously in the winters we were all rink rats and loved outdoor rinks and so we were Elkhart was good with you know had a bunch of those yeah well like i so i grew up in wisconsin so i didn't quite grow up in a hockey presence unfortunately i played a game called basketball growing up yeah, what but, is that uh, yeah yeah yeah. i don't yeah. know it's something where a bunch Some of drama queens request trades or something <laughs> yeah. I, that's what i've heard that's the nba yeah, college I, basketball i wasn't basketball. very good at it yeah. but i know you've been you've been skating since you were three years old uh yeah. i started when i was 24 so any any, oh, crazy. any, any tips <laughs> i guess I, I would need to see you to you know see what i could help you with but it's it's probably a lot yeah there's a lot yeah a lot to break down yeah can you Skate backwards, forward to backwards, crossovers, cross. You know. Oh, I've not gotten to do crossovers yet. I've right. tried them a few times. Right. Both times it resulted in me eating yeah. shit. But <laughs> but I did figure out backwards. I'm yeah. not very fast. The, okay. The C, the C cuts. Yeah, C cuts. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. You know. Um, yeah. So I, I, I coached. I was never been able to coach my uh, kids hockey, and I, I coached the eight U girls Wyzetta team, and you know, there's a lot, a lot of help with you know skating with a few of those girls, and um, but it is a lot of fun, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I would be able to help you a little All bit. All right, <laughs> those kids would skate circles around me. <laughs> I, I I go to the outdoor rinks, and you got these kids who are probably up to my waist, just doing crossovers, and they're skating in circles, and. Working on the Michigan, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there trying to rip, rip clap bombs from the blue line and just They're cycling the puck, <laughs> almost doing all this whiffing on the puck. Well, Nate, I, w- I will say that that's more optimistic. That's a more optimistic answer for Jack than Ryan Carter when he was on the podcast. Yeah, he asked the same exact. Yeah, you asked the same exact thing. Like, hey, do you have any tips? I just started this winter because we we had him out in the winter, and he's like, oh, uh, quit. Yeah, he told me, just sit, <laughs> told me to fucking quit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, thanks, Ryan. Yeah. yeah, no, you never know. Like, get in, get into a men's league eventually yeah. or something. Yeah, we'll get like, there. Yeah, I got yeah, time for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I had an older brother that was three years older than me. That you know, I I I was basically forced into putting skates on my feet as soon as I could walk. So. Yeah. Um, little different circumstances than probably what you what you had. But, yeah, I blame uh, my parents on that one. Yeah, I have been golfing since I was five. So oh, that's cool. I, I mean, I started golfing like high school. I wish I would have started yeah. that at five. Yeah, that's like me, like opposite. Like I started skating when I was four or five, but I didn't start till I was like golfing till I was eighteen. Yeah. So it's like I'm just getting. 
I'm getting like shit on out on the course by Jack, who's been you know golfing since he was younger. But but then you yeah. flip the roles come winter. Come yeah. winter, I'm sitting with my bendy ankles just trying to get down the rink without falling, and yeah. you're, you're the one skating <laughs> circles around me. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll get there. You gotta, well, p- you gotta pick your battles. You can't be good at everything in life. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, well, I mean, Nate's just right in Plymouth, so I think we should. you should uh, come out and give us a clinic. Yeah, yep. well, yeah. I, I'd be up for that. But yeah. you know what? Another cool sport that I've gotten into recently, have you guys ever played pickleball? Yes. I did a, I yeah. did a pickleball class in college. Oh. Yeah. I did that in high school. It, I mean, it's really taken off right now, and um, it, it really doesn't matter your age or your you know your stature, your yeah. athletic ability. It, it's not a ton of running. It's, I mean, I, I – if, if you can get a doubles match in pickleball, like let's let's do it. So are you the ma- uh, are you the master of doinking? Is that the word? Is it, doink the term when you're able to put a perfect amount of English on the ball to where it just dies. goes over the net? It's like, yeah, it's like, just, an, it's like an ace, just okay, over the ice. Yeah, I, I don't know. know if it's called doinking, but that <laughs> sounds doinking. probably not the word. <laughs> let's just use that word. Boinking. To, to, for doinking. Did you say boink? Boink or doink? <laughs> doink. I yeah, think I doink. said doink. I, I think it's a phrase. Yeah, I think it yeah. might not be an official term. There's yeah. something. That'd be kind of funny. But yeah. No, pickleball's fun. I will give you that. Yeah. Like tennis too. Tennis is fun. Ten- yeah. It's just a lot of running. Yeah. I got into tennis a few years back, and it was it's intense. It's brutal. Ten- like, tennis is a little harder. Well, I mean, you got to be actually somewhat knowledgeable in the game and like how to serve and mm-hmm. get it up over your head and you know get it in. And I mean, pickleball is like a little underhand serve. It's mm-hmm. just getting mm-hmm. it in, and then you run to the to the you know the the, the baseline, and yeah. it's just four guys kind of stand there and doinking it. Yeah, there, see, there <laughs> you go. You're it sounds it. better. It sounds nice. Badminton yeah. too. I forgot how fun Ooh. badminton is. Yeah. Yeah, set up a net in anyone's yeah. yard. Yeah, yeah. but not, nothing beats golf in this in yeah. Minnesota summers. Yeah, right, right. right. That's you, the most. You, you can part. be. You can be. It doesn't matter how good or bad you are. It it just depends on how much you drink on the course and yeah, and then you you'll have a good time. Yeah, regardless. There's no laws with the claws. No, no. you know, no, no. Yeah. allegedly not until yeah. you drink a hundred of them and drive. <laughs> no. that, that's where laws apply. Then, then it gets a little dicey. Yeah. But. <laughs> Oh, have, yeah. have some claws and start doinking on the pickleball court. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. uh, I like that though. So a question I want to ask you, I know you have, uh, recently have done a, started a podcast, the, yeah. uh, the Pross box with your brother. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I got this idea of, you know, doing the podcast, I don't know, probably a year ago and it just started We're I don't know, 10 episodes in. So we're, we're, we're new to it. We're still learning kind of the ins and outs of it. And, uh, um, the idea came, um, just the, I wrote down a bunch of names of old guys that I played with on the, on the wild and, um, in the minor leagues in Houston when I was there my first year and just kind of every athlete, you know, in, in, in all sports struggle with the transition from, you know, their identity is in, you know, in, in hockey and okay, now that it's over, what is it now? You know, what, what are you up to these days? Are you, you know, coaching your kids, you know, what, what are you doing for a profession? What, you know, what, what's the next chapter look for, look like for you. And, um, so that's where the idea kind of initially came from. And so I, I just wrote down like, I don't know, probably a hundred names and, um, we've, we've done like Dubnik and Carter and cook and, um, stay and, um, Tori Mitchell and Justin Falk and, um, Matt Cassian, um, just, just those guys that, you know, we remember when, you know, handful of years ago, two handfuls of years ago that were involved in all of our lives and with the wild. And, um, now it's just, you know, trying to, you know, just small time, natural conversation, just chatting about life now. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of the, the whole premise of it. 
any particular guests you've had on that have been like one of your more interesting ones or um well uh, another one was Casey Wellman and yeah. uh you know he used the he signed out of UMass as a college free agent right before I did so we Im- immediately kind of had that connection of like we're we're new to the locker room type guys and um so we we kind of had a bond and um pretty soon after um he went from the wild to the capitals for a little while, you know, kind of bounced around for a little bit and then went overseas to Russia and Switzerland and Sweden and Finland. But he, he gave some rush Russian stories that were just kind of straight from a movie scene. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um, you know, you, you hear about the KHL and you know, all the, the, the crappiness to it, yeah. but yeah. you know, you never really know, you know, if it, if it hits anyone close to you and it, 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 it hit him. So yeah, it's cool chatting about that kind of stuff. And then, you know, uh, probably my best buddy throughout all my, uh, of my pro career was Tori Mitchell. And that, that guy is so dang funny. And, um, we just, you know, just sharing a ton of laughs and stories. And, um, I, I had the pleasure of sitting next to him on the plane all the time and, you know, dealing the cards with him and, um, uh, just kind of re- reconnecting with him was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, going back to you, you you had mentioned uh, you know you played with the Houston Houston Arrows, which baffles me a little bit that they had a minor league team all the way down in Texas, oh, man. and then up in Minnesota. I mean, what was that? What was that like in terms of playing like all the way down at Houston for a, a team affiliated with a team that's based in Minnesota? Favorite year of hockey, really? Oh my gosh, it was so awesome. It was uh, it was basically like a frat party i mean yeah. with everyone that had you know a little bit more money you know yeah. a frat party everyone's poor so you know you can't really right you yeah know, you know do a whole heck of a lot other than you know buy you know milwaukee's worst light and that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah. but like mm-hmm. you know actually having a little bit of money and we all live next to each other so you know we get down with practice and you know you go to practice and shorts and t-shirts and a flip fl- and flip-flops i mean yeah. all year round i mean patios are open all in december and january and just the weather alone was so great we'd leave practice and we'd stop and you know get some drinks and then get our food and we'd you know go back and nap or whatever and then you know we'd all meet down by the pool and we'd grill and you know just hang by the pool and that was like a daily occurrence and you know you're not getting that anywhere else so like just the 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 idea of just leaving hockey and you know mm-hmm. not having the the stressors of you know thinking about the game when when you leave the rink was so huge for us we we ended up making a really good run that year we went to the finals and lost in game six oh, to damn. binghamton and i know i know it still yeah. crushes yeah. me to this day yeah. like we yeah. got so dang close and that the group was so awesome and um it, it was just one of those special years and and you know a few years later they moved it to des moines which you know des moines is a great city but i mean honestly like we it was nothing beat like you know playing in the warm weather yeah and after doing that i'm always like man it'd be so great to you know sign back down like dallas or we're, arizona yeah, or right. Tampa were the, bay were the fans different down there because um, I, I imagine it's kind of a weird dynamic because up here you're playing in front of midwestern folks and then down there you're playing you know texas so yeah yeah di- i mean different types of football people, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, right. i mean we we drove by like those football stadiums on you know friday night lights and stuff yeah. within katy texas yeah i mean they they had stadiums that were for high ten, school tens of millions of dollars yeah and the, the, you know it's it was basically a college set up for these teams and i mean football's like a religion down there so 
um, you know, obviously a lot less knowledge of the game, but no, we, you know, when we were on that run, we, we were getting great crowds and we, we played at the Toyota center where the Rockets played. And, um, I think that had a, something to do with why they had to move, but, um, you know, we, we lived in a little suburb just, uh, just West of Houston and, you know, it was, it was just a great setup. There's a little, you know, practice rink we had out there and, um, the restaurants were awesome. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, is 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 a great, really fun year. Well, and going back to how you said it'd be nice to just leave the rink and it's warm weather up here. Yeah. Up here, you leave yeah. the rink and it's just like kind of the rink again. Yeah, it's just cold. Oh, out. I know. It's just always in cold. Back here, yeah, oh. yeah, I know. Yeah, like, yeah it's oh. zero degrees. Well, yeah. oh, the I mean, rink's a warmer place, I guess. Yeah. yeah. What else can I think about other than yeah. just you know, you know, getting back you on just, the ice? You yeah, look yeah. outside and you just see more ice. Yeah, yeah. I know. Exactly. Drive by, like, like you, you talk about Texas, just driving by and seeing all these football stadiums like every corner is just an outdoor hockey rink yep. yeah after like <laughs> you're like okay I guess there's, I, no, there's no escape break no, no there isn't and yeah. the, you know and then now you know being down there i mean it, it, at the time we only had a few guys with kids but their, their kids weren't playing hockey it was just like you know like you said there's there's no outdoor rinks mm-hmm. it's just like you're able to completely you know yeah. leave it and leave it at the leave it at the rink and then you show up the next day and put in the work and you know we had Mike Yo down there and oh, yeah. he, he kind of you know built a good camaraderie of of you know of, of you know when you're at the rink let's 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 get down to business let's put in our work and then leave and go do your thing and you know that 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 was such an important year for me as a as a rookie and kind of getting into pro mm-hmm. hockey Speaking of Mike Yo, just this is just out of left field. Did he have any interesting like superstitions or any any interesting like I'm trying to I'm trying to find a hockey coach that just did some in like some weird things before games or any speeches or any phrases that Well, he was super detail oriented. Like his you know, we had the big whiteboard in the locker room and it would be full, absolutely full of mm-hmm you know, quotes and, Mm. um, you know, being unflappable and getting the puck North and having a, a pack of wolf mentality, just Mm -hmm. like those kind of lingos. And then all of our systems and just super detailed. And, um, I, I mean, every coach that I had, especially in pro hockey was unbelievably superstitious. Yeah. Like to a whole new level. So if like you never see a lineup change after a win like on and on any and any team in hockey right. you know it's just like okay we won like we're not going to change suits we're not going to change ties yep. like we're just going to go to the rink and try to repeat it and yeah. you know so you know me as a depth defenseman i was his number seven you know coming in and getting my opportunity well i not only needed to play well but i needed the team to win for me to you know keep playing so i mean it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things that um, but me and me and Mike Yo, I always had such a great relationship. Like I, I just loved like when I, when I had a kind of a straight shooting, honest coach with me mm-hmm. because I was always in a position where I'm watching the game from the press box, and mm-hmm. you know that was my, my second home. That's where the podcast name came from. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, I had a ton of healthy scratches, and why why BS with me? You know, like just you know, if I come into the coach's room, like just shoot me, you know, tell me what I need to do, what I don't need to do, what, where, where I can work on things, where I stand is, was perfect. And, you know, Bruce Boudreaux was another guy that was super good with me too. And so I, I was fortunate to have some, some good coaches that, you know, were always honest. Yeah. The first year you came in, was that 2010? Yep. Yeah. Was it, was it yo then, or was it Richard still? 
it was Todd Richards. I signed. So yeah. I, I was at Colorado College my senior year. We got eliminated up at the deck um, in playoffs. Mm-hmm. And instead of flying back with my team, my agent was like, hey, you got some interest. Drive down to the Twin Cities with me. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what this means because I was un- undrafted. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to the East Coast Hockey League, the AHL or whatnot or the NHL. And, you know, just so, so happened Minnesota was there. So I signed there. And they said I could stay up with the team the last month of the season. So it was uh, in April. So mm-hmm. I, you know, just to get a feel of pro lifestyle, meet players, meet coaches, meet management, you know, just be a part of that. And um, it was Todd Richards and, uh, and they, they couldn't guarantee that I would play any games obviously, but I'm just like, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for it. But I was able to get in the last three games of that season. I, I played a game in Edmonton, my first one in Calgary, a couple of nights later, and then at the XL energy center a few nights later. And then, Funny story about Todd Richards. He was the coach the next season too. And that summer I got married and, um, I got married July 1st. I want to, you know, make sure I say this all right. Yeah. So we go on a honeymoon and we go to Cabo and, you know, on honeymoons, you're drinking pina coladas and Mai Tais and all the, you know, smoking cigars and eating chips and guac. And mm-hmm. so I, 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 my body fat got a little high and, yeah. and I come back <laughs> like a couple of days later and we had development camp and I don't know, I can't remember, you know, maybe it was like, you know, 14 or 15% or something. And he pulls me in his office and reams me on <laughs> like saying, you haven't done anything like so mad at me. And oh. I'm just like, Oh crap. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I'm just like, I, Hey, I just got married. I, you know, you know, when I'm honeymoon, yeah. I'm sorry. You're enjoying like, life. Hey, come on, yeah, I'm yeah, on yeah. my honeymoon. But what no, do you like they don't like yeah. you don't they don't care about that. They all they care about is how you perform on the ice and, you know, mm-hmm. and we did a ton of testing and and I thought I did all right, but he, you know, he didn't meet his standards and um so I needed <laughs> to to say I needed Mike Yo to get into the with the wild before me is an understatement because yeah. I almost like kind of put a black, black X next to my name because mm-hmm. of that. But, but you, but you had to be like one of half the team that showed up fat on day one. Like I even saw a video of Dean looking at Kirill at the beginning of this season. Yeah. He's like, you're fat. Well, I mean, it's different, you know, from training camp or, you know, development, development camps in July. So like, right. I mean, everyone, no one goes there in unbelievable shape. I mean, we're, right. we're, you know, we, the season got over two months ago and we took a month off and now we're, you know, slowly getting back, you know, into workout and training shape. And so, yeah, like you said, like no one was like crazy fit and, you know, ready to go, but, um, just, I don't know, he, he had it out for me. And, um, but yeah, you know, then once you go into train camp, like you have an extra couple months to, you know, really, you know, dial it in and gear Mm -hmm. up. And so, um, but, that was just development camp. So that's what kind of always, I always laughed about. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's, uh, I just think that's funny. Cause if I came into development camp, you know, after the season just ended two months, like I would have just been on a complete bender <laughs> coming into that. Yeah. I would just be like, if you expect me to be in shape for that, I, good luck. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was a young guy still and I was trying to crack it. So, I mean, there's, there's that side of it, but I don't know. I, I just got married. I just was on a honeymoon, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, well, I think for non like athletes though, that time period is the fattest few months of the year as well. Like 
in the summertime, that's when I'm drinking beer all the time yeah. and eating, eating yeah. at grill, yeah. grill outs and yeah. stuff. Having and, pizza. Yeah, and, and you're just, going to all these parties, like 4th of July especially. You know, yeah. it's, just, it's just constant drinking and eating. Yeah. And that's what summer is. It's the Midwest. Yeah, like, yeah. Yep. I don't know how you expect anyone to come in being thinner. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it was, it was a weird deal. Um, I, you know, all I can do about it is laugh at it now because mm-hmm. I was able to, you know, carve out a career, even though like, yeah. you know, by the, by the gift of Mike Yo, I think getting that opportunity and, yeah. you know, and then, you know, he got called up the next year when things weren't going well, um, for the first half of the year. And then Mike Yo brought me with him. So yeah, it, it all kind of worked out. Yeah, that's awesome. But it, yeah, it's weird. Like over, was it kind of weird in your career? You came back to the wild like three different times. Was yeah. Weird? When, when you when you left Minnesota, you're like oh well, I might have be, be done here for my career. You came back two other times. It's crazy. Yeah. Honestly, it was like you could almost write a book on that. Like yeah. it, that doesn't happen. It yeah. was super bizarre. But um, yeah, I couple times chuck fletcher just thought uh okay let's replace him and you know try to use our younger guys and bring them in and you know try out our first and second rounders type stuff and that's understandable that's like the nature of the beast but yeah let's bring him back yeah yeah Yeah, exactly i know i know so i signed there the first time got put on waivers right out of camp out of st louis and got claimed back and then the two years later which was the weird part is um I stayed with the blues until like Thanksgiving because Jay Bolmeister, you know, broke his foot in camp or something. Mm-hmm. So they needed me as kind of the insurance guy now. And then he got healthy and then they put me on waivers and claimed me back at that time. Um, just because I think the wild were, you know, needed a little bit more security with their third set. And so, I mean, coming back and like walking back in that locker room, having my change still in the same spot, my, my, mm-hmm. my, my locker it's like you never spot. left it's, honestly that's what it felt <laughs> like and it was like guys just embraced me with hugs and smiles yeah. and like that there nothing beat that day like honestly like that was one of the better days of is, my career is it interesting for you to watch like today's rivalry against st louis knowing that you have a tie to like both of those teams yeah do you feel a little internal confliction well i yeah uh you obviously spent way more time with yeah the Wild exactly you're exactly from, you're from here exactly so. and and I, I you know i only played one game with the blues but you know just being there i was able to meet some really good guys you yeah. know like guys that aren't there anymore though like petrangelo was yeah. a, a really yeah. good guy and then Jaden schwartz who's a colorado college guy after me but he was there for a little while and um but you know all hockey locker rooms are pretty similar. Like they, they really embrace you and they're mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of kind of just humble and good guys mm-hmm. for the most part. And that was the same deal in, as in St. Louis is kind of what it was in Minnesota. So, you know, I, all those guys, I, you know, still kind of follow and cheer on and, but there's not many of them left in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I counted this year. I think there's only six guys on the wild that I, I that were there when I was there. So yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. That's well, nuts. when, this pro hockey is a revolving yeah, door. It's, you know? it's crazy. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's a business, you know? Yeah. I feel like a lot of tra- I mean, more than I think a lot of pro sports, I think there's a lot of transition for sure. More than a, more than for a lot. Sure. Well, I mean, especially the NHL deadline. Like yeah. it's just nuts. Yeah. Like, in, like the middle of the it's season. crazier yeah. than yeah. NFL trade deadline, yeah. even NBA, I feel like. And the GM's changed a couple of times since I've yeah. been there. So that they want to, you know, make their stamp on the team. You know, that's how they, they want to make know, moves. Job and, security. Yeah. Like Fenton comes in and, you know, tries to make a ton of moves and, you know, tries to, you know, put his mark on the team. And then Garen comes and, you know, does the same thing. So yeah. it's, I mean, literally it was just a revolving door for, you know, a handful of years. Well, when you did play with, I, I think you said you only played one game with the Blues, but did you ever play? I mean, with the Flyers, did you ever play against the Wild? 
do you ever I mean, if you did i mean i would expect that'd be kind of kind of funny it would have been funny yeah. um well my first game back with minnesota i played against the blues oh okay. wow. yeah, yeah yeah like it's super yeah. bizarre i like mm-hmm. literally just changed locker rooms yeah yeah basically you yeah. know I, I was able to you know get my cars back and you know yeah. settle back here and then like a day later blue the blues were in town huh. and they're like you're back in the lineup and i'm like Oh my gosh, like how crazy is this going to be? So like yeah. every face off I'm looking across and I'm seeing like you yeah. know Jane Schwartz yeah. or you yeah. know Tarasenko. You? Yeah, yeah, they're you know you know give me little little yeah. winks or yeah. smiles or yeah. you know Brodziak was down there yeah, too. That's right. Another yeah. guy. So um you know great guys, but the, that that is a very weird part of, you know, pro sports and mm-hmm. if you know, we see that everywhere, but um that was a that was a very very bizarre game. Well, uh, so we we had Jason Zucker in here last week, and and he was telling us that before games he takes like two hour naps. Yeah, he said that's that's a popular thing across the league. Did yeah, you, did you take like long naps the day of games? Um, on the road, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think uh, they're a little short. I mean, we I still took them at home, but you know, having kids involved and wife and I mean, it, it the game changes a little bit at home. You know, you yeah. expected to do a little bit of dad work and but on the road you you get back to the hotel you you hurry and go get your pregame meal unbelievable by the way like nhl is the no hunger league for a reason like Mm -hmm. it the spread is crazy yeah Yeah. and you rush back into your room and you just you know gear down and get into bed and you have from 12 30 to you know four o'clock to kind of kick the feet up and relax and whether you want to shut it down for two hours or three hours or yeah. one hour, like you have that opportunity to do that. It's, you know, it, uh, it's definitely something I miss is the game days and, yeah. you know, the road trips and, you know, going to the, you know, steakhouses and stuff like that. Like, What was the uh, best place you, you visited outside of Minnesota that you enjoyed the most? Um, I mean, I enjoy, I, I really enjoy warm weather. So like whenever we went down to Dallas, like mm-hmm. Dallas was an awesome city, really good fan base, nice arena, really good restaurants, nice hotel. Um, I think that that's probably my top spot I would say, but you know, whenever we went on the West coast swing, going out to Cali and, you know, being close to the beach, you know, whenever you could kind of break up the winter that 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 that's what i enjoy the most you know mm-hmm. so whenever yeah. we, whenever you went to canada you go up to winnipeg and edmonton and calgary it's like you know, it's worse do, it's do, even worse minnesota do, 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 do. It's just like you know let's just hurry and get this game over with and get this road trip over with so we can you know get home type stuff yeah i remember the well i think it was this year the wild were in canada for like an entire month basically oh. because they had to pack all of their games in like when they cross the border, they're like, all right, well, we're here to stay for a little bit to play all these games because yeah. there's different COVID, restrictions. Yeah. yeah, I can't imagine being in Canada for a month, basically, uh, like just only playing Canadian oh, teams. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, playing in Toronto and Montreal, like that's, that's a whole new thing just because you're, you're, you're a part of a different kind of, I mean, that's the kind of the Mecca, you know, of hockey, yeah. you know, like going to Toronto and being, in, it's like the New York of Canada. I mean, huge, fan base and following and i mean there's a hundred beat writers involved and like Mm -hmm. i mean just the this the following that they have is out of this world and um you know i think the montreal like i was talking to you know tory mitchell about this he played in montreal like nothing beats 
you know, going out there for warm ups and they have like this, I can't remember which Coldplay song it was playing, but it's just like, it gives you the chills. And then their goal song was like unbelievable. Yeah. And, I mean, just the, the whole game day ops of like in Montreal, like nothing beat that. Yeah. That was like when we went, we went to a game in Vegas this year. I, that, and, I mean, and I was that's like, close. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, God, I mean, so the wild did it really well for the playoffs, especially like they, they put on a great show for playoffs, but I'm like, God, I wish we had this every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was fortunate fortunate enough to play in 25 NHL playoff games, and those were honestly my favorite games. And playing at the XL Energy Center for you know ten of those or whatever it was, yeah, yeah, out of this world. Like this, the atmosphere is at a whole new level, and nothing nothing beats that. Like right. that's that's honestly like what I another thing that I just this that that moment of like feeling that competitive nature and the drive and the intensity in the building like nothing like, you get the hankies not, going yeah, yeah it's just yeah. like a white out yeah. crowd and yeah. it's so loud you can't oh. even hear yourself think yeah you have the smell I mean mm-hmm. yeah you know, popcorn and mini donuts yep. going and mm-hmm. you know got the beats going for warm-ups like nothing beat that time yeah well you were part of i think a couple of the teams that made it past the first round yeah i think so i mean how was the intensity could you feel the intensity change when you played a game in the second round yeah versus the first round yeah yeah and and i've you know i i play with guys that you know made it all the way and yeah they say it's I mean, unreal you, you as you as as the games went on like just the the reporters started filling the room more and you know the, the i mean everything kind of ramped up even with the coaches and our, our video sessions and our meetings, like everything just kind of mag- magnified as, as the games went on, as you know, game five, six, seven came on, then you went to a new series and then, okay, let now it's time to refocus for a different team. But I mean, the intensity only kept growing. And I honestly, I couldn't even imagine playing in the Stanley cup mm-hmm. finals. Like I, I, I love watching it and yeah. I, I love like, seeing the Avs and do their thing and, you know, Tampa make a run again. And, uh, I like, honestly, just get, you, you get chills thinking like hoisting that cup. You know? I, I can't, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine like just the road to get to the cup. Yeah. I, I know yeah. before the show, we were talking about how, it's, that, it's gotta be the hardest. Yeah. How, them. how playoffs are NHL playoffs playoffs are on a different level, but yeah. like the, how many things you need to go right 100%. at the right time to just get there, let alone win it. Like even Colorado this year, they were yeah. they were a wagon. They were an unstoppable yeah. team, but they still had to battle for it. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's just so much parity in the NHL right yeah. now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean that 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 came with the salary cap, and all the teams got to stay within it, obviously. And I, I mean, if if you per- have a C game, and you know, when I was playing with the Flyers, if we played bad against in Buffalo and they had an A game, they're gonna beat us. Like mm-hmm. that's the parity of it. Like NBA, if if the Nets are playing the Charlotte Hornets or something, it doesn't matter what game they bring. They're going to beat them type, yeah, type deal. Exactly. Like, yeah, Cause they got, they got the paychecks. Yeah. They got the money. Yeah. There's no, there's no, no parody. So right. like NHL, it's like you see so many times teams that are, you know, just start building at the right time and they barely get into playoffs and they're the ones that make the run. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's, it's all about getting in and then kind of how the team's gelling, how the goaltending is going, how the special teams are are, are clicking. You know, if you if you got a crazy good power play penalty kill, like you saw with Tampa Bay the two years mm-hmm. previous, like everything just kind of took off at the right time. You know, stay injury free. Like so many things have to go your right way mm-hmm. to to 
to hold to hold that Stanley Cup battle again. battle back after like a brutal loss. Yeah. yeah, where you get killed. It's like okay, how do we come back and do this again? Yeah, yeah, we come exactly. back and do better. Yeah, exactly. Did Did you do any? Did you have anything that you did when you were in a personal slump to try to get back on track? Um. Oh, that's a good question. You know, I, I sometimes would change our, my pregame meal. Um, um, nothing too crazy or, or absurd. I mean, you never went out and got trashed. Yeah. That's what, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, Playing guilty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there was probably some of that going. <laughs> I, mean, I, I had to do that a couple of times probably, yeah. but, yeah. um, that that started, you know, when I first got in. Like that was that era. I mean, the games kind of changed over the last, you know, handful of years. But no, that that was if the team was slumping, if we were on a five game losing streak, and we go up to Vancouver, okay, the whole team's going out, and that's you know, <laughs> yeah. that type of deal. And you know, we're gonna have a rookie so, party or something. Yeah, and, right. You know, get her yeah. going. Yeah, and, that's the occasion. Um, Let's get the rookies out. Let's yeah, go. yeah. Right. yeah, you gotta have a justifiable yeah. reason, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. No other reason. Yeah, no reason. This is team development. Yeah, no. yeah. This is team bonding. bonding. Yeah, team morale. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But no, nothing too crazy. I I was so kind of even keeled with you know my ups and downs and. I, I, I tried to be like the positive guy in the locker room, the kind of the glue guy that, you know, whether we're on a four game losing streak or a six game winning streak, like I, I showed up the rink kind of the same way every time. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, any good chirps on the ice? Were you a chirp guy? Yeah, I chirped a lot. Yeah. I chirped a lot. Um, nothing. I, I, I'm trying to think like what I can say here. Um, mm-hmm. I, I never like crossed any line. Like yeah, I, you weren't getting too personal. No, yeah, no. Nothing yeah, yeah, below yeah. the belt. No, yeah. no, exactly. But I love getting after guys that uh, weren't used to getting chirped. Yeah. Like, um, you know, me and Drew Doughty always kind of had a thing. Oh, where yeah. like mm-hmm. I, And he, his whole life, he's probably been told like he's the best player on the team. And he was. Like he's freaking Norris candidate almost every season. And uh, a couple times where like he would, you know, hit me in the skate with a slap shot. I would skate up the ice and tell him to pick your effing head up, you know? Like, yeah. And then like, he would look over at me and like, he's never heard that before. No, like yeah. no one's ever told Drew Doughty to yeah. pick his head up when he took yeah. a slap shot. Like, yeah. you know, ba- all that probably happened all the way back in peewees. Like no one ever chirped that guy. So yeah. like, I love giving it to yeah. him. And uh, eventually he started giving it back. And another guy was like Patrick Kane. Like no one yeah. ever gave it to that guy. Yeah, Cause they're almost like scared or like, I'm not going. To, yeah. No, I mean, those them. guys are at a whole new level. Right. They, they, they don't even belong in the NHL. They need a new league yeah. to, right. to, to support guys yeah. like that. Yeah. And I loved going after those kind of guys and, yeah. you know, trying to get them off their game. And the, the littlest way was the, what, what I tried to, I don't know, hang my hat on, I guess yeah. you would say. And um, I just remember like Patrick Kane, like, there, we'd be standing at a circle and I would, you know, say, you know, call him a pussy or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Right. And he, he's and like, he, excuse me. And he, he would like look over at me and like almost kind of give me a smirk. Like, as yeah. I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah, me? Like, this, this guy's talking to me. Okay. Yeah. 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 Who are you and why are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah. type of deal. Like, Oh uh, man. But yeah, he's again, he's never been tripped his whole life. Like he's, god's gift to hockey he's the best one on the rink but yeah doesn't mean he's chirp he's he doesn't have a chirp free yeah you know? he exactly have a get, get out of well, jail. Yeah, right i, I want him to like think about it like as he was on the power play stick handling on the half wall like okay like where is that 
Where's that idiot that yeah. you <laughs> right. you, know? you probably threw him, you <laughs> yeah. probably psychologically threw him off. Like, yeah. He's probably like, I'm not offended. I'm just like I'm just surprised that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like and, okay. And, and perfect. That's, yeah. That, that works out for yeah. me. That, that's, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's but no, exactly his plan. I, I love doing that. Just it, it kept me engaged in the game. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. especially on the third set, like I was playing behind Ryan Suter and Broads and Spurge and Dumbs and like I, I knew I was my minutes were gonna be limited. Um, so I knew in order for me to like stay engaged in those 10 or 12 minutes I was going to play, I needed to be kind of yapping. And yeah. it seemed like when I was yapping, uh, the rest of my game kind of followed with that. And when, when I was almost like playing like a vanilla average game, it was like when I was kind of just had my mm-hmm. mouth shut and just kind of stared off into the crowd and, yeah. you know, you know, that type of deal. I love how they, they always try to like mic up players in the nhl but yeah. they mm-hmm. only they're like oh we mic'd him up the entire game and they use like three lines he said because yeah. all the rest of it would not be good for tv <laughs> yeah. friendly yeah it would be yeah. horrible yeah, yeah. they have to be just bleep yeah. city yeah no i mean it almost looks like like i was telling you the games changed so much where like it it's there's not a, as much hate in the game as what mm-hmm. what it was like when i first got in like the, the third and fourth line guys like there was guys that acted like there was a puck on the ice and just mm-hmm. wanted to you know, yeah, just run, looking to fight you run yeah, around and that fight was, that and, was their job and, and take yeah. take your head off like yeah. you know when we were going to calgary and play brandon bullig and uh, mcgratton and you know guys like that like there was you know four five six guys on that team that just you know were bowling balls out there that just like mm-hmm. uh, let's just go bang and create energy and um so like chirping was all involved in all that now it's like the game's changed so much where all four lines have to produce and score. So everyone's a skill player now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But there, but there's still, you just still see some of the fights once in a while, but I know that one, yeah. of, um, I wanted to bring up, I know one of your more viral moments was, I think, uh, a fight against Mike Fisher yeah. in 2015. Yeah. Do you hear anything from Carrie Underwood on that or what? <laughs> well, what's crazy is um, over the last couple of summers, I've, I've gone on a, a like a, NHL conference called PAO professional athletes outreach. It's kind of a faith, you know, it, it mm-hmm. is a faith-based uh, organization and, um, and he's a part of it. Mm-hmm. So like I, I go down there and see him and <laughs> then we, five years prior, you're like, yeah, getting after yeah, yeah, ice. yeah, yeah. I can't remember what happened on the ice. I, I might've, you know, yeah. cheap shotted like Johansson or whatever. And then all of a sudden he came over and just almost like kind of surprise, surprise mm-hmm. attacked me. I, I mean, I knew we were going to go, but yeah. he, he was chucking before he came I, in, I yeah. even had pretty any, rough. Yeah. Yeah. So I, he landed, you know, four and it was basically over. So I'm like, Oh, perfect. I yeah. ate a bunch from you know, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Underwood, but, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but, uh, no, it, it's funny to like, kind of, you know, laugh about it now, mm-hmm. but, you know, seeing him cause he's a, he's an unbelievable guy. Right. Well, we, we talked with, and I, we've always heard this. And so many guys are like, even right. when with chirping and like fighting, like, I would always chirp with, you know, Chris Thorburn was another guy in St. Louis and he ended up being like kind of my best friend down there. It's like, he's like, dude, I always freaking hated you. Like you, 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 yeah. you, you, you yap at me and, you know, you say this or that. And, you know, I thought you're going to be the biggest douche and, you know, then you come over here and, you know, you're, you're the nicest guy ever, you know, type stuff. And, um, but th- that's, that's the kind of the, the culture of hockey, you know, whatever kind of happens on the ice and whatever's set on the ice stays on the ice and, you know, you can shake hands and give hugs out outside the locker room right after, you know, like I, 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 I got suspended one game for headbutting Jamal Mayers and it was, you know, stupid, whatever. I ended up seeing him right after the game and I just immediately just went up and said, I'm sorry. Yeah. And like, I mean, 
you know, what happens on the ice stays there. Kind I mean, of you, yeah, you, you guys play roles on the ice and, yeah. you know, things get heated. It's a high-intensity yeah. game. Yeah, so. yeah. Exactly. I, I know, too, you, you fought, uh, gosh, I can't remember his first name. Is David it? Backus. David Backus, yeah, yeah, in 2010. And I remember the announcer said, uh, Nate Prosser, a Minnesota kid, is is making it Minnesota tough. Do you think that's something we can get back to? Yeah. Minnesota <laughs> tough. Or are we too passive-aggressive? soft. <laughs> no. There was a lot of toughness with yeah. the Wild mm-hmm. for a lot of years, even before me. I mean, like Matt Johnson and Boogie. Yeah. and yeah. Um, Clutterbuck. Yeah. Well, Clutter. he was there, I think, when you – came in I yeah. think it was like his last yeah, year yeah, and then yeah. Bugard Clutter Bugard was there with those last uh yeah. month I was there yeah, yeah. um and I, what, what's crazy about that is that the first person I see as I like walk in the showers the first time is, 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 is <laughs> absolute Bugard. giant Andre the giant yeah like literally it looked like I could fit inside of his back yeah. turns around and it's boogie and I'm like oh my gosh all right I got <laughs> welcome shower. to the NHL <laughs> yeah I know this right. is pro sports I got a shower yeah. next to this monster oh, gosh you know? like, oh, uh, but uh no where were we going with that I can't remember uh fighting people oh yeah, yeah back being back yeah, yeah yeah um you know he's a Minnesota guy and he mm-hmm. was tough um yeah. But no, I, I think there's a lot of guys at you know Minnesota that have have that nastiness and toughness and kind of grit and um you know that that's all taught you know type mm. stuff. Like I don't know, my dad always told me you got to be able to flip a switch. You know, mm. when you get on the ice, turn into a mean SLB, and then mm. once you get off, flip it back off yeah. and turn into that you know humble and kind guy that you yeah. know calls, yeah calls you gotta be a, a good civilian but a criminal on the ice yeah, yeah exactly. you don't want to be going to the bar still in hockey mode just exactly. you want to go man yeah <laughs> chirping somebody and yeah no you're gonna meet your match at a bar yeah, yeah. i know <laughs> I, I feel like it yeah there's no rules at least you have a ref on the ice to yeah. break things up yeah yeah but no, you know no sport is like hockey you no. can't like what other sport allows you to just like square off and you can't just fist no. fight in any other sport no no, no. either get suspended or, mm-hmm. or you do it off the ice and you go to jail yeah you know? exactly it's like, yeah it's it's, it's kind of cool it's I, the best it's I, one I, of the best I, parts of hockey I, yeah. I, you know I, whenever any, there's conversation on you know should hockey st- or fighting stay in hockey or not i'm i'm always for it i, I think it it definitely polices the game too mm. it's part of the game yeah you know well and, like, and and you can have such memorable moments like uh it was right after will smith punched chris rock on the Oscars, I think there was a fight happening in Vegas, oh, yeah. and they started playing the Fresh Prince of Bel Air song. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, so you know you get moments like that. Yeah, so yeah. You, won't, you won't get that in any other sport. No. Well, you you talked about there there were players that you kind of well they told you like later that they uh, you kind of got under their skin, but was was there any player though that like you kind of got irritated at you know on the ice? Um. Well, like Chris Ott or um um Ott. Steve Ott. Steve. I think it was Steve Ott. Steve Ott. Yeah, Steve Ott. Yeah, Yeah, he played for the Blues. Yep. And uh, I don't know. He was kind of one of those pest guys. Another guy was um, kind of a smaller guy, but he asked me to fight five times a game. That's cool, man. Like uh, Derek Dorsett Mm. is his name. Yeah. And I eventually fought him just because I think he eventually elbowed me to the chops or something. I'm like, all right, screw you. Let's (laughs) let's do it. Yeah. But he, he was like... I remember holding him off and looking over at him and he was like smiling and like telling the ref to get away. Like he's just one of those guys that love like getting punched in the face. <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> like cycle. super comfy fighter. And I'm just like, yeah. how are you like this? Like you're, you're a different breed, but yeah. um, you know, probably those two guys would guys that just got under everybody's skin. Mm-hmm. And like, you, you, even like the fans, like in the playoffs, one season we played Steve Ott and, 
every time he touched the puck or came on the ice, everyone would start booing because mm-hmm. he was yeah. kind of like the criminal on the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People knew. Yeah. On the flip side of that, like playing with the Wild, were there any guys that were your favorite or, you know, some of the more memorable people you played with throughout the years in Minnesota? Chirpers or just... Just, just characters. Yeah. Oh, characters. General Pete, yeah. Yeah. Um, 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 I'm trying to think back to like early days. I mean, I had such good relationships with like, you know, Miko Koivu even. Mm-hmm. Like no. I, I loved when he played a little pissed off. Like everyone's game, like once, once you get pissed off and, you know, can flip that switch, it's like, everyone's game elevates mm-hmm. and, and and that was, he was another one that that did that but i i i liked you know being a part of like the clutterbuck era where he he just ran around and banged guys and created energy and and then you know the era of you know danny heatley oh yeah know, like i mean what a guy like there's no one on on earth or that's ever played in the nhl like danny heatley he's he's yeah He's one of one, and um, I, I had the pleasure, of, you know, sitting across from him on the plane and just, you know, hearing stories and, you know, seeing his mannerisms and how he presented <laughs> mm-hmm. himself was mm-hmm. just like a whole new level, like unbelievable guy. We've heard the stories of uh, his dinners at his house before games where rookies would have to go. And uh, he would have a whole bottle of tequila for himself. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd still somehow play and the next day. he'd be the day. first guy on the ice the yeah. next day. Yeah. It's a different breed. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he liked his tequila. Like, even at our, like, rookie parties, he, you know, he, he at rookie parties, you, you go all out. And you, right. you get the, the top-notch stuff. So he was buying, like, the, you know, $50 shots of tequila and i'm like dude i'm not a tequila guy he's like dude you, no you're doing you're, yeah, yeah, you're taking this one and, and it was like the smoothest thing ever yeah you know, like don't even taste it yeah so. tequila's not bad when it's actually like expensive you yeah spend money on it yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right yeah. yeah the effects are still there yeah but you can actually down it yeah. yeah yeah well what's crazy is like i i actually didn't feel like that hung over from it the next mm-hmm. day but you know got you got you pretty wasted pretty quick though, yeah you know mm-hmm. That's how you know it's made with the quality ingredients. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. not like Jose Cuervo, where it just poisons your liver. Yeah, yeah. you it's wake up the next day and you're like, instantly feel like death. Where am I? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that was the key to uh, of Danny Heatley's uh, excellent game or fifty and 07. 50 and 07 bit. You know, yeah. where he was with San Jose or whatever, and, and Ottawa wasn't it? Was it Ottawa? See, he did. He had fifty twice, I think. Yeah. See, I think he did it once in. I think the last time he did it was 07. Cam, 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 can you look this up? Can you look up when Danny Heatley got 50? Because I mean, I know the 50 and 07 was like a, a bit going around, like on on people that. um had it would bring it as like on their boards, the, yeah, you know, fans from everywhere, yeah. 50 and 07 type stuff. I remember I'm seeing pretty that wild sure games, yeah. he 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 wasn't even the one who coined the phrase. It was like a fan of his that coined. He it. did it twice, both with Ottawa. Both oh, of Ottawa, yeah. okay, but he played with San Jose for a while. Spezza and Alfredson and Heater, like yeah. that was a line, and, yeah. and it was all yeah. when they're all in their prime. It was right, lights out. Yeah, Ottawa. You could actually say Ottawa had something going for them. They did. Yeah. Now, well, now they got. Uh, now they got Cam. They got Cam Talbot, not producer Talbot. Cam Talbot. Yeah. Uh, so. Something I'm curious about. Not producer Cam. Yeah, not our producer Cam. (laughs) That'd be funny though. Did you sign in Ottawa? I can't even skate. Hey, you you gotta dude. You're weird, like you're weird. You're a goalie. 
Like well, you still have to skate to be a goalie. No, well, you you don't, no one needs to know that. All, all, <laughs> how, all goalies are weird. Yeah. 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 How funny would it be though if like Billy G texts us? He's like, "Yeah, that producer that you have for your show, like he's part of the deal. He needs to pack his shit. <laughs> he's going to Ottawa. <laughs> be like, deal. He's gonna, yeah. he's gonna work in the media department. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out they don't have guys up there like that in Canada. The e bug. Yeah. You'll just be the e bug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But so what I was going to ask you is with all the new kind of sponsorship stuff, I know a lot of people aren't the happiest that the wild are putting a logo now on their jerseys yeah. and, you know, they had the logo on the helmets last yeah. year. What are your thoughts on kind of commercializing sports? Yeah. I mean, I don't mind it. Honestly, I, I'm not like a traditionalist as, as far as like, Oh, the jerseys need to, you know, stay sacred type deal. I think, um, you know, as a player, like a curse word was escrow and we all got escrowed, um, our paychecks, you know, we, we had to, you know, make the bottom, bottom end teams whole, you know, mm -hmm. they, they wanted mm -hmm. to make as much as the top end G owners and everything. So we, we, we always had to put money into the league as, you know, for this escrow. Well, hopefully, you know, we can, you know, kind of even that out maybe a little bit through, through this. And I think that's the goal of it is to, you know, get more money you know mm -hmm. to even even that right. that out right. so um i don't know you, you a lot of people might say oh you know you're a millionaire you know you know complaining about you know not you know you know getting taxed or getting escrowed mm -hmm. but like there there's there's something to you know when you when you shake someone's hand and said you know you sign for a million bucks and you end up making you know you know 400 of it or something because you know you know taxes and escrow well there's that's let's work on other areas where we can you know build that back up you know right mm -hmm. yeah yeah people always overestimate like the amount of taxes like i think the guy who won the mega million powerball uh it was like 2.8 billion and he got like 600k yeah. Like, yeah congrats to the irs for winning the mega million yeah, yeah. <laughs> just taking all of it back it's like the same for pro athletes like you guys yeah. are getting taxed more than anybody like yeah you signed a million dollar contract well it's not like they just threw a million dollars no in cash yeah, you, get, no. you get a straight here you go here yeah. you go yeah no not like there's yeah. any incentives or all that stuff like, yeah yeah you know yeah. No, so yeah, it makes it makes sense for me. It's a business decision. I just don't want to see it like uh, the European leagues, where it's just like they All don't even have there. a jersey. Yeah, yeah. that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't no, think they'll I, I mean, get to that. I hope. I don't think I, they'll I, do that. I definitely see it. You know, on that side as well. You you don't want it on like your breezers and mm -hmm. you know on every yeah. inch of your jersey. But you know, there, there's ways to make it still look clean. And I think the wild, like you saw their jerseys. I think it's just like a tree patch yeah. you hardly even know yeah it blends there, in you know, at least like, they at least they picked a company with the same color scheme yeah, yeah. yeah. imagine yeah. if they picked like something purple or yeah or they picked like or i don't know like you just pick like best buy or something yeah. it's just yellow yeah. yellow it's and just, blue it's like okay yeah. that yeah. sticks out. target yeah just red well actually that would target actually, that played. would actually be that would that would do well actually with yeah the, with, with the yeah. wild but yeah. it's not too bad but, uh, another question i had for you so do you, you still like skate you still do men's league and stuff like that no i you know it's I've been done for probably just over a year now and I, I'm totally loving, you know, having my skates off. You know, I've gotten asked a lot to, you know, play in this or that, I, you know, I, I, I have skated a little bit, you know, men's league, you know, once or twice, but nothing like on the regular. And then, like I said, I, um, before the show is, you know, I've, I've, I've never been able to coach my kids and they're mm -hmm. all begging for me to be on the ice with them. So I, I've been able to coach their hockey and soccer. And so I coached the eight U was at a girls team and, you know, just being out there is enough for me. Like I, I I'm, you know, played hockey 35 years of my life. I'm, yeah. you know, I've, mm -hmm. I've had enough, but you know, maybe someday, you know, maybe, you know, 
next year or something or five years down the road maybe it's something that you know i'll gravitate back towards like you know but right now i i like having the having the boots off well we're looking for more players to join our minnesotan cup team um they have that i don't know where do you play and what is it it's a it's a it's sponsored by the minnesotan which is a uh, store in white bear lake okay um the tournament's in scandia it's in scandia minnesota and they've done it for the last three or four years now i think they didn't do it a couple years ago due to covid but it's like it's essentially a charity hockey tournament um a lot of teams they form a lot of teams with that it's pretty big and and ryan carter had a team in it and we were we were kind of loosely negotiating with Ryan Carter to uh, join our team next year because we played in it last year and just got our asses just destroyed. Well, really? but, and, but and as the coach and GM of the 10K uh, team, I broke. By the way, I broke 21 clipboards in the mm-hmm. two games we did last year. Really, that so, bad? Huh? Yeah, that you was that, that was yep, that was the big stat line. But we did land a big deal over the <laughs> fall. We have Connor Dupree, the uh, e bug for the Wild. Okay, yeah, Dupree. He'll, Dupree. he'll replace me. I played goalie on yeah. the team, oh, so yeah? he, so okay. he's gonna play. And Carter said, if Connor plays on the team, Ryan will play. Oh no way! So getting Carts on the team would be yeah. important. Like yeah. he 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 goes all out. Yeah, you no. Know, we did, we did this Hendrickson yeah. Foundation deal, and he was he, he was blocking shots and yeah. going high up <laughs> yeah. the glass, and you know getting the empty netter. Like he 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 has a drive in him that's like none other. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember, I actually announced one of the lineups for that. Oh, did you? That was one of the. P- it was me and Audra. We take. Oh team yeah, to the yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know if I announced your. Which team were you on? Were you on the white team or the other one? White. White. Okay, so I did announce your name. Okay. All right. I think I was white. Okay. Yeah. Did you announce his name with flair? I mean, dude, I had I never, so. I had never done PA before, so. and there <laughs> it's, was, it's, it's you know, hard. It was yeah. fantastic. We literally walked up behind like the boards, and Audrey's like, "All right, you're doing this." He's like, and "I was like, what?" what? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "You have any PA experience?" I'm like, "Nope." She's like, "Good." There's a lot of people there, and just hands me the piece of paper. I'm like, "All right, here we go." Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Luckily, there were not too many hard names. It, yeah. it, luckily, your name doesn't require like a, an aggressive amount no. of abbreviation. Yeah. Or anything, yeah no, no, there's no lines over. Yeah. My yeah. Right. Nate like Prosser. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Prosser or anything yeah, like these. French guys or guys from Montreal. <laughs> what is this name? I, this this what, is nothing. Well, what about like. Ericsson Eck? It's Ewell. Yeah, it's Jewel. Yeah. It's Jewel. It's yeah. Jewel. You and people, I, you. It's I mean, Joel. And, the, and to us, we like, laughed at him in lockdown. Yeah. We're like, dude, your Do name's you, Joel. Would you call yes. him Joel? Yeah. And you'd be like, it's, it's, <laughs> this okay. is your name now. You're yeah. in America. Yeah. You're Joel. <laughs> I mean, that's what I thought it was. But then yeah. I'm like, oh, he's from Sweden. I guarantee, or, or wherever he's from, like across seas. And I'm like, oh, I guarantee it's not pronounced Joel. And sure enough, it's Jewel or Yule Eriksson Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. So, I know. Yeah, that's that's funny with those some of those NHL names, man. You got to be careful. That guy on ESPN kept calling Capo. It's Capo Kakinen. He kept calling him Kakinen. Yeah, little things like <laughs> that that some people yeah. might not notice, but we're yeah. like, guy, you know, it's Kakinen. Yeah, <laughs> no, Kakinen. You're ESPN. Yeah. Did someone not tell you this? Yeah, yeah. seriously. You're the worldwide leader in sports. Yeah. <laughs> You now put, your joke on the internet. You you probably never had any issues with anyone mispronouncing your name. Uh, Prozer. Yeah. Prozer. Yeah. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> Nate Prozer. Nate Prozer. Yeah. I guess I could see that. Yeah. yeah. That's like Besser. I've but heard someone's, people say Bozer. But someone's yeah. trying too hard at that yeah. point. They're, yeah. They're, they're trying to get ahead of your name being pronounced something yeah. else. But. This guy's a hockey guy. I'm gonna. It's I'm pro- gonna beat this yeah. Prozer. It's Prozer. He's from another. He's yeah. Damn it! He's I, from another country. Yeah. No, he's not. He's from here. Yeah. No. No. I'm born and raised yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Like, I'm a yeah. Prosser guy. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I, I hope this isn't like a, a sore subject at all, but, you, you know, you, looking back at some early pictures, you did have some decent hockey yeah, hair in the beginning. Yeah, no, you can chirp me all you want. No, but that. I, yeah. I was going to say, did you yeah. ever uh, have interest? Because in, for most of like career of your career, since I've you know watched you on the wild, you, you know, you're like bald and didn't really have a lot of hair. Yeah. You, went, you rock that style, which yeah. is still a good style. looks good on you. Yeah, but, thank uh, you. Um, did you ever, why didn't you ever grow it back? Did you ever try to grow some hair back? Um, well, you know, when I first got, in, got into the NHL, no kids, you know, it started kind of going back. Mm. I, I was probably 24, 25. Yeah. And I don't know, I saw my brother, he's three years older than me and his was starting to receding, lose. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm like, it's and, and my dad's receding. So it's like, it's just in the jeans. The, yeah. the pros are jeans. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pros are jean pool. <laughs> no, um, pros are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, I, uh, no, never. I think it just kept going back and back, you know, as I, know, I have four daughters. So, like, mm-hmm. everyone just kind of pushed it back for Yeah, them. right. It, and I was going to say. Yeah, I was going yeah. to say you could just blame it on stress. Be like, yeah. Just, just no, be it's like, not jeans. Yeah, like, just be like, you don't know what it's like to be stressed out and be a pro athlete until yeah. you've seen hair like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So these are my battle exactly. scars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I was I was doomed from, from birth. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I, I was... I was it's gonna just, start buzzing. Just rock the look, though. But no, yeah. it, it, it you. It, I think it kind of sticks out too because you have these guys with crazy, crazy hair. They just I let know. it flow and everything. Yeah. And I miss my hair. Yeah, like, I, I, I used to have you know, Elk River. Like I remember looking, you know, looking back at on, on all my pictures. Like I had the hockey hair mm-hmm. down to my shoulders, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I definitely miss that for yeah. sure. But. but no, it's unique to kind of just rock the, you know. See, but you, you say that now, you know how fast the game changes and how fast trends change. Who yeah. knows? Maybe in twenty years, everyone will start shaving their heads. Yeah, because yeah. It's- well, Ryan Carter said I could rock the skull it. You know, yeah. just the, yeah. you know, buzz the top and let the you know kind of oh, yeah. get a little back rat tail. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Also, at least you played a sport with a helmet, so. Yeah. That, yeah. that part helps. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, well, no, you got, you just grow it down here and you leave the helmet on yeah, all the time. And then people think I have yeah, good right? form. Yeah. You're exactly. not out there playing, you're not out there playing tennis. <laughs> yeah. But then again, it's hockey. I think, I think it would be like, you see some, like I said, you see some crazy, I mean, I think more so in the minors or juniors, you see people go nuts or actually the state high school hockey tournament. Yeah. Kids crazy. shaving half their heads. You yeah. have, you have guys rocking that where they make, they probably don't have bad genes. They, they shave their head completely ball but leave a little bit on the back yeah like, yeah that's crazy that state what, tournament is kind of funky yeah, yeah. i love that I it's love, just like, getting crazier every year it, it does it literally I'm so does. excited to see where we're at in 10 years <laughs> who knows yeah. maybe kids will start dyeing their hair maybe that's well, the next they, they did do that like 20 years ago i mean that oh, was yeah, during Oshi, it, right yeah, yeah Oshi. Do, do the blonde and i think we did that out curver yeah i think maple grove did it this year. that was yeah yeah that was more of like i think a 2000s trend but then that's gonna it's gonna Come back here. Along with NSYNC. Yeah, NSYNC. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, Actually, boys. Yeah. One Direction's going to reunite. Yeah, yeah. No. One of these days. Blink 182. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Jake, did you have any other questions? No, I think, I think I'm think i good. Okay, yeah. so we got one more thing to do with you, Nate. This has been yeah. such a blast. So a yeah. uh, segment, uh, signature segment is the rapid fire. We're just going to okay. ask you 10 questions really fast and okay. just answer them right away. So, okay, you're on a deserted island all by yourself. You get one type of beverage for the last... For your remaining time on the island, what is it? First thing that pops in my head was a Dr. Pepper. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Doc- it's just my, I don't know, my favorite favorite drink. Yeah. Um, I, I, I I try not to have it too much, but mm. you know when I 
when I do reach for a pop, like I love like cracking a cold yeah. Dr. Pepper. I think Ovi would agree with you. He yeah. drinks it on the bench. Does yeah, he for he real? Does. That's a thing. Oh, yeah. crazy. Right? I've seen a lot of guys I've drink seen... Coke, but I've yeah. never seen it. <laughs> yeah, right. Dr. Dr. The Pepper. first time I heard that, I was like, what? Really? Well, do you, I mean, Chara, you see him like with a 20 ounce Coke in his hand. God. And, it's unreal. I, mean, it's like, I don't know if they do that in any other sport. No. Yeah. Going back to how unique hockey is and yeah. how just a different breed. Yeah. I, wouldn't that give you like a side ache? Yeah, all the sugar. I, 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 don't, I know. don't know. There's something behind it that yeah. they like. Yeah, the, the jolt, <laughs> momentary yeah. jolt with sugar and everything. Yeah. I don't know. The sugar rush yeah. when maybe you feel like you're down a little <laughs> yeah. bit and you need a yeah. little pick me up. Yeah. yeah. Get yeah. some water, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, this will be an interesting answer considering you have four daughters, right? Um, how many fourth graders could you fend off in self-defense? A hundred. A hundred. You're taking on an entire battalion of fourth yeah. graders. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like it. Um, I'm just thinking like, you know, boyfriends of my daughters. Yeah. And like I have mm-hmm. to like, that's of... good. You should get, you should get prepared for yeah. the mm-hmm. whole fending. Yeah. Off yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Minneapolis or St. Paul, which one's better? St. Paul. All right. I like it. Um, name a first world problem currently bugging you at the moment. Um, there's so many directions you can go with this. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, my biggest pet peeve is a bad driver. So, I mean, this, that's a, that's a first world problem yeah. when, mm-hmm. you know, you're driving down the highway and, you know, someone's an idiot. Yeah. Cuts you off driving yeah. too slow. Yeah. Uh, we get plenty yeah. of that here. So yeah. that's yeah. a very so acceptable that, yeah. answer. Yeah. Uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? No. Agreed. Uh, if you were, well, you've probably done something like this to other places, but if you were given an all expenses paid trip to Cleveland, would you take it? Uh, yes. A little trip away from okay. the kids and yeah. you know, take mm-hmm. the wife. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I'd do it for sure. Um, if your laptop could speak, what would it say? <laughs> This this could be. Why are you laughing? This, I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing because it caught me off guard. We've never. I don't. I know. Done this I, 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 <laughs> yeah. We do here rapid. Fire. Cam, what would yours say? Yeah. It seemed like you had something. Yeah. Oh yeah. To say there. Which site would it say, Cam? What was your answer, Nate? <laughs> what are you pleading um, the fifth? Move on. Um, mine would say. Well, just getting into the podcast world, I mean, I'm, I'm doing a lot of digging on, you know, like hockey DB, mm-hmm. you know, type of, type sites and hockeyfights.com yeah. and yep. capfriendly.com. Just, stats you know, guy. Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah, it's kind of stats stuff. I, I, and I love all sports. So, like, even when I scroll and I, I check baseball score, like, I, I don't mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sport nut, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, so, ESPN. And, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, kind that of and then the websites where you can watch sports games illegally. Yeah, and, and NHL sixty six. That's you, you, a your your lap. Yeah. If you're looking up too many, too much hockey fight videos, and then if you are streaming, then illegal streams allegedly. Your allegedly. laptop might be telling you to go turn yourself into the police. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because in the twenty first century, stealing TV is more of a yeah. crime than anything. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what is your least favorite fast food place? Wendy's. Wendy's. Yeah. All right. Damn. Not a fan. I, I, I mean, it's kind of crazy because a yeah. lot of people they say Wendy's yeah. number one, but yeah, um, not a fan of the Baconator. No, or the fries. I haven't had the Baconator. The fries in years. are decent, but I mean, if I really want fries, I, I love yeah. Culver's fries. Yeah, or, I mean uh, Culver's or McDonald's yeah. fries. I yeah. mean, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, exactly. But Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I mean, McDonald's great. BK great. Oh, you're a, BK, you're a BK guy. Yeah. Taco, okay. See, Taco. that's that's one of the more common mm-hmm. answers. Taco. And White Castle too is a. Yeah, ta- I mean, my favorite fast foods probably Chick Fil A and Culver's, and then uh, Canes. Yeah, I like Canes. Canes. Yeah. I like Canes. Yeah. Um, we we uh, when I was at CC, there was a a Taco Bell pretty dang close, mm-hmm. so like that was a, the hot spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I I enjoy. Taco Bell, um, Arby's. I like Arby's. Mm-hmm. Um, Arby's is good. Trying to think. No, I, yeah, I think yeah. Wendy's. Is, Wendy's. Yeah, that's a fair answer. Yeah. Uh, if a movie was made about your life, who would play you? Um, I mean, my earlier is when I first got into the NHL, I still had a little bit of hair. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there, a lot of guys called me Stifler. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. William Scott. Yeah, he's I from think, Minnesota too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they, you know, even in, like you, I don't know, you can still do it, but like you could Google and like they have my face next to his yeah. face, and like you know, I can kind of see it though a little bit. I can see I can that see now it. that you yeah. point that and, out, yeah. and, and especially in the movie Goon, I think they kind of shaved. Isn't his head kind of shaved? shaved? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. I forgot if he drew his hair out in that, but like I, I can get the, I can get those vibes, especially from the movie Goon. But like, it's not like my like you know watching. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy, actually. I know, I know. Like, wow. Oh, someone else did the comparison for us. Yes. I love yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, not, We're gonna post maybe that not anymore. And, nope. and no. like, personalities aren't really, like, I wouldn't say I'm, like, an American pop. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I don't know. Just Looks are there, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Final one, give us your strike three call. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to, like, make oh, the noise? Get, oh, yeah, go for it. Get into it. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Went, went with the went with the version where you can't understand what no, they're saying, exactly, but you know it's yeah. exactly. strike three call. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Exactly. I know what he's saying. <laughs> That's by far the best thing we've added into the rapid fire. Because yeah. everyone's answer is so different. Yeah. Because dude, I don't know how many times we've gone to like, you know, a, a twins game and, yeah. and literally cannot I don't not, not know what Just, the <gasps> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said strike. I don't think he did. I, I, I think I, is that did he call a ball or is that yeah. an out? Like, but like, I don't know what that. Or when was. they just do shit with their hands, where they're like, "Well, it's th- like what? What was that? <laughs> like, is that something else?" In softball, when we play softball, it's half the umps. I don't know. Was that a ball or a strike? Because yeah. I don't know what you said. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That so. was that. That like yeah. no, that was perfect. I'm All glad right. you got the hands into it too. Yeah. Yeah. That's an important thing. Yeah. Hand motion. Yeah. Cam, what's yours? Ha 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 ha. We did it at the Saints game, and I was yep. like, it, yep, yep, yep. It was like see, 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 see. Get out of here. Or some shit like that. <laughs> you gotta get crazy. Yeah, with you it. just yell something and the guy and the batter's like, Okay, so I think I'm out. So I'm, yeah. just gonna, I'm gonna walk back to the yeah. dugout unless That's I'm not a ball. Yeah. So yeah. you know, well, there's no what one is it. Yeah, right? Seriously. That's the best. Well, Nate, this has been such a blast. And in your podcast, it's it's the prosser box. Box, right pros box pros box yeah and that's available on on everything yeah apple spotify yeah, yeah all, wherever you can find i saw it. you at you had spurgeon on too right yeah spurgeon's on so um you know i said like a lot of retired guys but i'm i'm doing some some guys yeah. that are still like sealer was another one yeah oh yeah um yep. so yeah just guys that you know i've been connected with and you know over the 11 years that i played so um yeah yeah so it, it's it's been a lot of fun and enjoying it and so yeah pros box yeah Definitely check it out because I think that's something that doesn't get talked about in sports enough is probably how difficult that can be. Yeah, yeah. It's just more real life type stuff, you know, because it's, yeah, it's hard to, you know, 
go from the 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 pinnacle of of life and yeah. your, your dreams the to okay lane. okay oh, now, it's over yeah yeah, yeah. now what yeah. you know exactly so, yeah yeah it's it's just kind of real and natural organic kind of conversations that you know me and my brother are just trying to get get going yeah no awesome. we, th- we think it's an awesome thing and yeah folks make sure to go check that out but uh we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back all right folks welcome back to it's a bit Great interview with Nate, Plymouth guy, just like us, Plymouth guys, even though our house got, well, was very close to a house that was raided. Yeah. Can't, I can't believe I forgot to mention that on like bit of the week, but if you didn't see my tweet on uh, Tuesday morning, our roommate Donnie works, works early mornings and at 4am he sent us a picture of probably seven or eight cop cars outside of our house, like just right down the block. So there was some sort of police raid. I don't know. There might have been, may or may not have been gunshots. Not quite sure what happened, but uh, luckily it wasn't our house. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know what they'd find here. They'd just find a bunch of sports memorabilia. They wouldn't find any drugs. I'm surprised uh, they didn't like mistake our house for a quote unquote. If it was a drug raid, I'm surprised they didn't like mistake our house for being the drug house because we always have people coming and going through here. So yeah, there's but- like new cars here every day yeah i mean that would have been fun though that would have been interesting to get rated. Would have been good content yeah it would have been just get yo what's SWAT, up i'm getting rated right now SWAT, put that down SWAT <laughs> kicks down your door in the middle of the night yeah we're recording oh. an episode <laughs> we're recording oh it's God. a bit hey we're being rated right now fucking awesome please kick in the window that would be excellent content that actually would be hilarious i'd shit myself get arrested <laughs> I remember like back when we were getting flagged for copyright all the time by Twitter and Celine Dion. I remember I fired off a tweet. It was just like a video of myself like hitting like the send button on my computer and then it cuts to like SWAT kicking down every door and window. <laughs> like co- like cops falling through the ceiling, like guys with assault rifles and grenades. That's basically what it was like. But all right, let's uh, get to our final segment. We have what some might say is going to be another controversial draft. I know every time we do a draft or a rankings, uh, a few people get very passionate about our choices. And uh, today we'll be ranking what we think are the greatest Minnesota sports athletes of all time. Sorry, drafting. Drafting is very different from rankings. Rankings, anyone can take anything at any time, whereas with a draft, it's a little different because, you know, we can't we can't both pick the same answer. Yeah. All three of us can't pick same person so we have to be a little strategic but jake off the board jake i'll uh yeah i'll hand it over to you if you want to if you want to mc the uh the draft all right with the first overall pick in the best minnesota athletes draft producer cam selects fuck the first pick is the worst because i don't because either way someone's gonna say you're wrong yep yeah i'm gonna go with adrian peterson uh, it's hard for me to go with someone super old because I didn't get to witness it. But the way that he just took over the game when he first came in, like I remember being seven, eight years old, I'm just like, holy shit! Like you can, it's pretty much guaranteed he's gonna get a long touchdown run every game. He was a fucking beast. Now, granted, it didn't end the way we wanted to, but I, that would be my one one for sure. And now he's boxing. Yeah, yeah, and it's not his kids this time. An athlete. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's fact. I mean, shit. <laughs> he got into some hot water with that. All right. So Adrian Peterson has been taken number one overall. He's off the board. All right. Dean, 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 dean. With the second overall pick in the best Minnesota athletes draft, Bossman selects. Kirby Puckett, 10 all-star appearances, six gold gloves, six silver sluggers, elected in the Hall of Fame in 2001, and the famous quote, we'll see you tomorrow night, a, a era I wish I was older for. Um, I miss... I wish that I could experience what it was like in those days when we were winning yeah. 
World Series and or just winning playoff games in general. Um, I haven't really gotten to experience much of that in my life either. But uh, based on what I know, now I know there's probably older people who are going to listen to this who are going to really hate all of our picks, but you got to remember we're all under the age of 20, 27, 26, 25, 24, 23, 22, 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're protected under the rights of being young, stupid millennials. So, uh, yeah. But I, I think I think a lot of people would agree with that pick. We were Both the, of our picks. We were on the same wavelength. He was who I was debating. It was either Kirby Puckett or Peterson for yep. me. All right. Jake. Dean, 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 dean. With the third overall pick in the best Minnesota athletes draft, I myself, JJ, select Brad Radke. <laughs> oh. And I'll tell you why. Without Brad Radke, who else would have been a six or seven time champion in backyard baseball 2003 year after year after year after year he was a start he was my starting pitcher if he was never in the league I would have never had that satisfaction and he actually had some excellent years here in Minnesota so he's my number one overall pick that is elite sports analysis (laughs) you know I think I had a Radke jersey as a kid I had a a twins pinstripes jersey remember those jerseys I have those went hard I had a Racky pinstripes jersey I have an AJ Pruszynski one oh (laughs) It was it, that. See, this was this was hard. It was either between Brad Rack or Joe Mays. <laughs> you just gave up your second pick. No, no, no. It's he's not going to be my second pick. <laughs> oh, you can take him. You I don't gave care. Up your strategy. All right. No, well, I'm good. all right. So, okay, moving on to the second round. Dean, 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 dean. With the fourth overall pick in the best Minnesota athletes draft, producer Cam selects. It's back to me. It's not a snake draft. No, no. Oh, this isn't fantasy th- football. Throws me off. Uh, I'm going to go with Kevin Garnett. He was the first superstar that the Timberwolves ever had. Um, he literally brought the Timberwolves to the Timberwolves? West, the Timberwolves to the Western Conference Finals. Nobody has even come close to that. And he was fucking hilarious, too, like on the court. And he, and he killed people. He appeared in the movie Uncut Gems. True. That, yeah, that probably put his fan, career over as an uh, absolute degenerate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the day that Kevin Garnett got traded away. I I definitely cried. I mean, I think when anyone thinks of like Wolves history, they think of KG. Yeah. And here's a stat for you because I had KG on my list as well. When the Wolves drafted him in '95, he was apparently the first NBA player in 20 years drafted straight out of high school. Just unreal. Wait, what? Was he drafted? He was probably drafted before LeBron and all those guys, right? Wait, he was the first. Uh, was first he, in 20, 20 years. Was he drafted? Bef- this shows my ignorance. He was. I mean, me too. Was, this was from Wikipedia, so one of what us year is was wrong. Kobe or, drafted. Let's, Kobe? let's find out. I think he must have been after. Oh, he was like, out. wasn't he, was he 96? After. Yeah. I think Kobe was Maybe. 96. I think they're that, the same year. So Kobe, Kobe was drafted 96, so okay. a year later. That, okay. LeBron, oh. LeBron was drafted probably after that, right? LeBron was, yeah. No, he was 0-4. Yeah, right, was, yeah, way yeah. 2003. So, yeah, KG was the first. He kind of led the charge on that, at least the first time in 20 years. Isn't that yeah. nuts? Can you imagine being in high school and being so good at something that you get, like, a pro contract? That's no. insane to me. <laughs> I, I don't know, because I went to college and just threw my money at a state. Yeah, so, yeah. and I wasn't even I an athlete. Can't relate. And I sucked at sports. Yeah, so. that's fucking Intramurals, though. Yeah. A whole different ballgame. All right. Dean, 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 dean. With the fifth overall pick in the best Minnesota athletes draft, Bossman selects. Um. Okay. So I'm even though I'm not a Vikings guy, Chris Carter. That's a hard one to not put on your list. One K receptions, twelve point three K total receiving yards, one hundred and ten career TDs. 
Um, I know Moss was cool and probably holds some better records, but if you want to just talk specifically for the Vikings, what Chris Carter did was actually completely like underrated. Yeah, he's not a big enough name nationwide compared. And I know like Jerry Rice was on a new level and some of these other guys, but Chris Carter, man, guy did numbers. If there were like kids, definitely, if there would be so many kids that won't know who Chris Carter I know. is if he wasn't on mm-hmm. like ESPN, right? And, like shit like and that. And he's still like, he's, he he's now, still really but... popular around here, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, kids nationwide do not know what Chris Carter did in the NFL because it was fucking unreal. But I feel like that's going to be controversial. There's going to be a lot of people. No, Randy Moss was blah 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 but, blah blah. But the crazy thing is, if you if you like like I said, I'm not a big Vikings guy, but if you do the research on Moss's career year, it was in New England with Tom Brady mm-hmm. when he set that single yeah. season record. R- right. Exactly. I think he definitely a peak of his career might have been in New England, but when he was, he, I mean, he set a rookie season record, but then yeah. didn't JJ break it? Uh, no. Oh, he was close. No, was, I mean, he Maybe came he in and was remember. like a stud. Well, the thing is, though, but in ninety, he came in in ninety eight, his rookie year, and that was when they uh, Gary Anderson missed that kick, right? And they had Randall Cunningham, and he just went off. He looked like he wasn't oh, even yeah. a rookie. Mo- Moss is on my list. I'm not discrediting Moss at all. Yeah. Randall Moss. Carter was just nuts, though. Yeah, he was. At least the stats. Chris Chris Carter. All right. Dun, 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 dun. With the sixth overall pick in the best Minnesota athletes draft, I, JJ, myself, select. Ooh, this is a tough one, man. Oh, no. It's between a couple of, a couple of solid <laughs> athletes here. started with here. Brad Racky. I'm so excited <laughs> to see what comes next. Oh, man. I wish, I wish I could do more rounds, but, man, this is tough. I'm going to go with uh, Manny Fernandez, <laughs> Minnesota Wild goaltender from 2000 to like 2006. He, him and Dwayne Rolison were amazing, but his, his, his name was Stellar, and he was part of the run with the Wild in 03 when they made it to the Western Conference Finals. He was a stud. He was awesome, and he had always had an amazing uh, helmet design. But Manny Fernandez is my second pick. All right. If you if you were looking for serious analysis, you'll never get it at 10K takes. Especially so. from Jake. <laughs> no, but this is a 100% serious list. Like, people need to take this serious, right? Oh, okay. you're, so, you're laughing as you're saying. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brad are, Racky's really. number one, Manny Fernandez. You, Dude, you, have, the, you have your stupid grin. shit green. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is, this is Manny Fernandez was a solid goalie, okay? You can't even He's say very it good. No, he can't. Manny Fernandez. <laughs> He's literally what? laughing right now. Are you saying Manny Fernandez wasn't a good netminder? No, we're not <laughs> saying that. We're, we're saying that you are not taking the list seriously because you're fucking laughing right now. <laughs> I'm not laughing because you guys are laughing at me, so I'm smiling because you don't <sighs> think I'm serious. Okay. All right. Oh, we're, I respect the pick. All right. Okay, we're Western moving on. Conference Finals is cool. I haven't gotten to yes. see one of those yet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, barely. I'm in. All right. Dean, 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 do, 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 Dean, Dean. With the seventh overall pick in the best Minnesota athletes draft, producer Cam selects. I'm going to take Randy Moss. Yeah. I feel like I got the steal of the draft um, in the third round. But for me, I pick Moss over Carter just because even though his best year wasn't here, here he still was amazing here. And he's arguably one of, like the best receiver to ever play. You, him and Jerry Rice are usually who people argue with. But to have that person play for us and for me not to draft him would be a mistake. The other downside to my argument, well, I, I didn't make an argument. I never said Carter was better. But Carter also played way more games than Moss. Yeah. If you look at that, he too, was, I think he played like an additional 70 games or something. Well, I think he played longer in Minnesota, too. Right. I think he yeah, a longer career so in terms of the longevity of of being a minnesota athlete um i get that but randall moss was a fucking stud yeah he was the best he was the first like 
because uh, like I said, I'm only 22. So he was like the first superstar that I watched and who I fell yeah. in love with. He's he was the bee's knees. You fell in love mm-hmm. with Randy Moss. I did. Well, if you if you meet him, you need to like tell him your your true feelings for him. And he's he's gonna say that's a little sussy. Will you say that to Manny Fernandez? I might. I mean. Growing up, though, legitimately, like, uh, you know, when I got into the Vikings, it was Dante Culpepper and fucking Randy Moss. Yeah, dude. The, we have the we have the graphic in the stadium, yeah. in, in, the, in the studio. And then so I, th- I, th- when, I th- when he moved to Green Bay, that was a legendary play. I, th- I think that was the year Brad Johnson came in as at quarterback. I think that was the last year Randy Moss was here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fuck this. I'm going yeah, to Brady. Yeah. He's, well, yeah. <laughs> and he did that, uh, that press conference. Remember well, how went- outrageous that one press conference he did in New England? Yeah. Well, he did go to Oakland first, and then he realized how much oh, of a right. fucking shithole it was. He's like, oh, my God. I should have stayed in Minnesota. Looking back on it, though, he could have been in Vegas now. If that whole thing would have happened earlier, he could be in, he could have stayed if it was Vegas. Mm-hmm. Never know. You never know. New regime. Randy Moss. <laughs> he would have thrived under John Gruden. Uh, Shit. I'm up next, aren't I? You guys are going to love this pick. All right. This, this, is, this one's going to be a little out of left field. Ding, 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 ding. With the... Seventh, right? Uh, eighth, eighth. Eighth overall pick in the best Minnesota athletes draft, Bossman selects. David Ortiz, big poppy. <laughs> Technically. You, you, just because he didn't play with Minnesota his entire career doesn't mean he's one of the best players to ever step foot here. True. He's HOF. Mm-hmm. I'm not, as PA says. Well, by that logic, wouldn't Randy Moss then be better than Chris Carter? I don't know. Right. But still. I Who guess. uses logic in this house? No, not you, Jake. What? What? Brad Rackey. Brad Rackey, Manny, Manny Fernandez. Fernandez. Who's hated? I mean, there's fucking like 15 players <laughs> on the Twins and the Wild that are better than those guys. More well, than that, probably. I, 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 they were good athletes. Once again, we're pulling the millennial card. You can't. Yeah, you, you can't, can't. You can't. I wasn't alive when you were yeah, alive. Yeah. Right. Guess what? Guess what? I grew up with fucking Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, and then and then no Minnesota bad then, at sports, and then no Minnesota championships. So just kidding. Yeah, let's you calm want, down. Yeah, we are not score north. We are not fifty five years old. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're not going to give you the deep in depth analysis of of why of why our lists are the best. But mine is the best. I don't I don't have the sports history knowledge. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, we move moving on to the last uh, last pick here. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, I don't know who it's going to be yet. Can't I got wait. a few. I got a few. Okay. Dun 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 with the. Ninth and final pick in the best Minnesota athletes draft. Here comes a gopher player. <laughs> I myself, JJ, select Lawrence Maroney. He's not not picking him. Tanner Morgan. <laughs> I mean, it should be. Uh, it, this is tough. Okay, it's between two former Gopher quarterbacks. <laughs> I hope it's the one that I'm thinking of. Uh, I will applaud you, um, Marquise Gray. Yeah. I've got to go with Marquise Gray. You know who else him. is between? Adam Weber. <laughs> hey, Hell yeah. Adam Weber was a was Dude. a solid quarterback with uh, Eric Decker. Adam Weber, Eric Decker, Drew Wolitarski. Oh, yeah. my God. But Marquise Gray, dual threat guy, was one of the highest recruit recruits in Minnesota Gopher history. He was under a shitty coach in Tim Brewster and then came in and Jerry Kill could catch the ball, could throw the ball. And run with the ball. I love that guy. I did think about putting Decker on my list too. Yeah. I, yeah. Derek Decker legitimately he could killed be, it in the NFL. Yeah, he, did. he killed it, and but in terms of like in terms of his career, because we're not limiting this list technically to call it just pros. Like his his play in Eric Decker's play at the U was insane. It was abs- it was legitimately like one of the best things I ever seen out of college athlete. Yeah, yeah. and I, 
I do love the Marquise Gray pick, though. Yes. He's actually, he's also like a fucking great dude. I've yeah. had him as a customer a couple times at work. Yeah. He's just like the coolest dude to talk to. Well, we need to. to sign him up for the USFL. Yeah, we we should. True. Honestly, he played a tight he played as a tight end in the NFL for a little bit, but oh, yeah. I, and then I he was, got hurt and kind of fucked Yeah. Up. I was absolutely obsessed with Marquise Gray though when I was uh, when I was like when he, when I knew when he first came into the well, he was a freshman. I think he was a true freshman the first year uh, at T- well, it was then TCF Bank Stadium. So I was like getting really into the roster and everything. Dude. And I saw he was like a four or five star recruit. I'm like, he's gonna be a dual three. He's gonna be good. And granted, I don't think he was as good as people thought he could be here, but he still came out and kicked ass. And I, I like bought a five jersey. Of course, there wasn't nil stuff back then, so his name wasn't on it. Um, but I got a number five. I still have it. Uh, I, go for football jersey. I used to murder people with Marquise Gray in NCAA football. Yeah, like thirteen or twelve, whichever one he was. Like, like they the technically had his likeness in yeah, there. Yeah, he was the he was, best. He was unreal. Like, but he. Uh, I just remember back in, I think it was like twenty ten. It was the second year at at TCF. We were sitting in this lower level, and there's all these like old people in front of me. And Adam Weber, he was a senior at the time, and you know it wasn't really even Adam Weber's fault. Our team just sucked. We had Mister Chili Hot as our head coach, you know Tim Brewster, and uh, Tim blocked on Twitter Brewster, Tim Tim Mister Blocker Brewster, and uh, uh, Adam Weber wasn't having a good game, and all of a sudden this guy, this old guy, turns around and he's just like, "They should put that Marquise in." I'm like, "Yeah, but that's not how you pronounce his name." <laughs> It's Marquise. Marquise. Yeah, Mark. They should put that Marquise in. Like, he just dragged it out. I'm like, okay, this Marquise is Marquise sounds like a cocktail you order in Mexico. I know, Marquise. <laughs> yeah, Marquise. Yeah, something like that. It was weird. But it, but I, I, I love that guy watching him play. He was awesome dude. Speaking of Colford quarterbacks, Jake, I need you. If Kirk has one bad... Well, it, actually, I don't know if you'll do it, but someone has to do it where if Kirk has one bad game, start the hashtag tank for Tanner Ben yeah. again. Yeah, no, we, we did that. I think we did that because... I think not this last year, but the year before when Phil Rivers was on the Colts and you were saying you were on Colts Twitter and they're like, people are already saying tank for Trevor. Yeah. And they were probably serious because this was the Trevor Lawrence draft year. Yeah, it was Trevor Lawrence draft year and Phil Rivers. They lost to the Jaguars, but it wasn't even like Phil Rivers fault. But Colts fans were legitimately going off about how they should tank for Trevor. And but then the Vikings had a bad game. I mean, they had a horrible start. And they, that year. they started saying it, too. And people were like, and then I'm like tank for Tanner. And yeah. then we just posted a picture of, of and of Tanner Morgan and some people took it as a joke, thankfully, but there were legitimately people that took it seriously. Are you fucking kidding me? And there are actually people like, yeah, probably better than Kirk, honestly, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like this is not a serious post. Okay. I'm not, I'm not degrading Tanner's like, uh, you know, he was, he was like a, a sophomore in college. He was a time. sophomore at the time, you know, and like, so in, it was like probably right after the, uh, the year where we beat Auburn in the, whatever yeah goal. yeah it was it like was our best 2019 season was like the yeah, best exactly in the last few years so he technically could have shot rashad bateman yeah, yeah. exactly I'll, tyler johnson i'll never forget there was a vikings preseason game that i legitimately paid money to go to and who played quarterback for the vikings that day mitch fucking leidner do you remember oh, when we had him? gross <laughs> i was like what the? you fuck? remember when people were saying that he was going to be like a top draft pick people were like yeah. no he's going to be a top draft pick as a tight end and i'm like are you fucking kidding me yeah no but he I remember it because McLeod Bethel Thompson. Oh, McLeod Bethel Thompson. And was lighting it up. And then mm-hmm. Leidner came out. And I'm like, fucking A. This mm-hmm. is brutal. I can't believe he ever got a shot. Jake Browning last year. Still <laughs> still better than Sean Mannion. I, I would take Nate Stanley. They got rid of Nate Stanley. 
why are we why are we keeping everyone except for why are we getting rid of everyone except for Sean Mannion? I, I would just just keep he's I, he's got to have someone held hostage on the Vikings front office because Zimmer kept him. Well, Cock Zimmer kept liked him. him a lot. Like Zimmer, like I guess was just like fucking you know. I don't know, having a, a relationship with him or something. He because... never he never said a single bad thing about Mannion despite his performance against the Packers. Yeah. Was that against the Packers? Maybe. That was Kirk's COVID game, right? Yep. Yet, like, he just tore into Kellen Mond, who didn't even really play a snap. It yeah. scares me because, like, if even KOC kept Mannion, how fucking bad is Kellen Mond? Damn it. Maybe hey, maybe Mannion's one of those like well, behind the scenes guys though. Maybe it, maybe he he true. pumps up the offense. Maybe he's a valuable asset outside of his football abilities. Well, I guess he's like a good coach like minded guy, but like I'm thinking maybe uh Big Cock kept him because you know, they don't have the money to go out and get a decent or sign another backup he quarterback. Kinda, he, so he's like I'm going to work at what 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 I have. He kind of inherited him. Yeah. I'm trying to think unfortunately. Of, trying to think of a funny example of like where you inherit something and it's yeah. just like ugh. Well, you get married to uh, you know, beautiful woman, but you inherit her, her in laws. Stepson. Yeah. Or the stepson or, or inherit her in laws and, and that side of the family. It just comes with the with the package, unfortunately. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this episode of It's a Bit, folks. Electric one is always especially this draft, definitely some curveballs, and we'll definitely take some shit for it. It's all good. Make sure to follow us everywhere, 10K Takes on all socials, 10ktakesmn.com to read our blogs. And once again, sign up for the golf tournament and the Cup Snake. Those are both coming up. Uh, the Cup Snake is next Saturday, as well as the after party after it, and then the golf tournament's the 22nd. So get your tickets now for both of those things. And we hope to hang out with you. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll see you next time.